0: All right, we are live with episode number 14 of the podcast with our buddy here, Adam Sosnick, and our new friend, Hello. Jera Hutchins, aka Jay, is what her friends call her. That's what they call me. And our friend Sam here has learned yes. in the last 24 hours how to pronounce
1: Fort Lauderdale.
0: How do you, Sam, say it now correctly?
1: <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Lauderdale? He almost, <laughs> he almost had it. it. By
0: the way, no, say it again because he's That's Colombian. Say it yes. again. Hutchins, <laughs> okay. say, say it For, again. Fort Lauderdale. There you go. <laughs> okay,
1: for for all my party friends out there, how also do you say Fort Lauderdale? He forgot about it. For liquor, liquor-dale? Fort Licker Fort Liquerdale. Because that what you, you say? get liquored up. You and, get and the reason why oh. he had to
0: learn the reason, but the reason why he had to learn how to say Fort Lauderdale, because he's got a flight to Fort Lauderdale today. So, yes, he's, he are you going to Fort the first time or no? Sure. Unfortunately, we may not see you back here because if he takes you to the wrong places, oh, yeah. you may stick around and oh, not yeah. come you're back. You're
1: going to meet a Colombian from Colombia even though you're from Colombia and all of a sudden you're and not coming back And that's a whole
0: different story of <laughs> Colombia. Anyways, yes. okay, so uh, why do we bring Jera today? Let's talk about why we brought Jera and what we're going to talk about today. So Jared uh, so last week, not last week, two weeks ago, Luis, when was the class that we took?
1: 10th. September 10th. The yeah, 10th? 10th. Yeah.
0: So the 10th, we decide because I come in and I'm talking to uh, – <laughs> it's not every day you talk to your HR person and say, "Hey, uh, I want to have a license to carry class at right. the home office." This is not not every company wants to do things like this. But I said I want to do something here. and if anybody wants to participate, do it. Who do you recommend? So she was, was all was on board. This was my idea.
2: Okay, cuz when Aaron called me, you know, you know Aaron Stanwix and I have known each other for a long time.
0: Yeah, she told me. Okay. I can see yeah. that. Can so see she that. I said, "Listen, this is what I want to do and I said I think I want other people to get it as well because I think th- times are getting a little crazy." So she says, I know the right person. I said, who's the right person? He says, this is my friend. I said, okay, put it on. No problem. And I've been to so many classes, and I go to these classes. I'm bored out of my mind when I hear some people teaching stuff. And then you walk in. (laughs) <laughs> Fifteen of us are sitting there, just so everybody knows. Our buddy here, uh, Luis. Luis, Luis brought his mom, his grandma, his grandfather, his brother, Abuela. his sister, oh his cousin. Gosh, he, yes. You had two-year-olds he swinging he guns. Won. He, he wanted wanted said, yeah. family's everybody doing. in this family is going to have a he When he sent
2: in his payment... The, all the family members didn't even fit in the ne- in the memo <laughs> <laughs> you know, so why really why so, so I many I people in everybody? your
1: family <laughs> you why know? tell me why uh, just cuz i want them all to be safe and the times are
0: getting you. crazy so i like it and then kai from norway led the way we have to recognize kai because kai led the way with the most questions i think kai asked 50 questions and we're like listen buddy We want to keep this to four hours. Kai dragged it out to four and a half hours. He
2: was also the first person to sign up.
0: Was he really? Yeah,
2: Kai was like on it.
0: Wow. So pro-Second Amendment from Norway. First person to sign up and pay. Norway. And if we can get the right angle on Kai today from this camera, I would love for the audience to compliment Kai on his hairdo today because he looks legit. Today, to the twelve percent of our audience that are women, man. Kai is single. Just That's so a you know, quaff,
2: man, I like that. It.
0: Kai yeah. is single and he does swipe right. So, anyways, okay. So let's <laughs> let's uh, let's continue. What we're gonna what we're gonna talk about today, since we have an expert on this topic, what Jera does is she teaches uh, a license. She's an instructor, firearms instructor in Fort Hood, and helps people like us get a license to carry in the state of Texas. What she also does on top of that is human trafficking, which she'll tell some of the story just so everybody knows. Uh, she went to sleep last night at six o'clock because she was working last night. So she's going on fumes today. Our buddy Adam hasn't had any sleep all night last night. He's got deep thoughts about his future of his life. <laughs> and then I haven't had a lot of sleep either. So we're going to talk about her since she's a pers- personal protection officer, level three, about to be a level four. So we're going to talk about firearm sales. We're going to talk about Brianna Taylor's uh, tragic event that took place recently. Um, Censoring of Second Amendment at corporate world, uh, Operation Underground Railroad. We'll talk railroad. Uh, we will talk about all this stuff as weapon stuff, gun stuff. Oh my gosh! All well, three pages Kai we put got up Tesla here. We have Tesla in there. We're going to talk we, about Tesla. We do have Tesla. That's right, Elon Musk, Tesla. Uh, they want to sell a twenty-five thousand dollar Tesla, and then American household collectively their net worth climbed seven percent in Q two to hundred nineteen trillion dollars which is pretty good yeah. to see people's in, uh, networks increasing. Nike's share has soared 13%. Uh, Carvana's share soared, uh, uh, you know, surged 30%. Barr announced $100 million more to combat human trafficking. And then uh, Cindy McCain apparently is not a fan of uh, 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 Trump, and she will be voting for Joe Biden. a Demo- She has The last time she voted Democrat, she was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. So a long time ago, the last time she voted Democrat and she said she's gonna be voting for Biden over Trump, which we'll talk about that as well. There was some intense meetings going on at the UN, and obviously the most important topic today that we have to talk about is Mike Tyson's voting for the first time. If you didn't know, Mike Tyson will be voting for the first time, and everybody's wondering who he's gonna be voting for, because prior to this, he couldn't vote due to his felony record. Now he can finally vote, and we can kinda talk about who Mike Tyson's gonna vote for, but I think it's appropriate For us to take a quick moment here, and and Gerald, why don't you take a quick moment and share with the rest of us. Why, why, uh, uh, you know, one thing I like the most when you opened up the class, you talked about the importance of having a license to carry. And you shared this story about your experience, what happened in Orlando, that I think if anybody's listening to this, whether you're married, whether it's for you, if you have a sister, if you got a daughter, if you got a mother, if you got anybody has to hear the story that Gerald shared with the rest of us. Jerry, tell us what happened with you, why you decided to get a license to carry.
2: Well, I was, uh, in, a, I was in Orlando uh, years and years ago, and uh, coming back from a vacation there, and one of the uh, guys that was handling uh, the baggage uh, took a picture of my luggage tag with his cell phone. And in Orlando? He, in Orlando. So
0: you're checking in your bag. He yeah. takes a picture because dr- your license is on it. Yeah. I mean, your, your, what do you call it? Your address is on it. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. Address,
2: name. I mean, what do you put on there? You know, you you want, if you lose your bag, you want you want to be able to find it, you know? Mm-hmm. You want, you know, so all you're going to just blindly put, you know, all of that it's information on there, thinking, right? Like, you,
0: you naturally put it, assuming you can, uh, you know, trust the airlines.
2: And you think about, you know, who, you know, you think about who who's working in baggage. Uh, I'm not saying bad people work in baggage. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you're thinking about, like, just random strangers, are they got all your info right they they got your address they got Mm -hmm. your email address they got your phone number your name i mean i'm not hard to find anyway i got a weird name but um yeah so uh the you know the guy started reaching out to me and you know kind of telling me that we were sort of destined to be together
1: hold on what the guy he was a baggage handler he was at the airport mm -hmm. and just started
2: he was actually the guy that checked you? in the bags. He okay. wasn't necessarily the baggage handler. He f- saw me. He had a conversation with me
0: so wait, let while me get he this was straight. checking in my bag. So okay. the person we go to to give our bags to and get our flight, uh, what do you call it, uh, the uh, uh, your, pass, boarding pass. your boarding pass. The boarding pass. That's the person you're talking about.
1: That's gotcha. a trip right there. And he starts texting you, emailing you, yeah. what, calling you, yeah. what?
2: Freaking MySpace to me. Like, MySpace? I like back in the nose. MySpace, that's, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, four? That's a long time ago. And- uh, Jared, what year? Uh, it was Paint in, the picture for us. Uh, it was 23?
1: 2003.
2: 2003. Gotcha. That was 20- No, it was 23. So, it would have been- oh
1: don't date yourself God, Six I'm 30, years ago. you're 21 I'm 38, years old I'm
2: yeah. 38 now I've never so, seen a woman just know,
1: announce I, her age like this oh, know, she, she said great. it on stage yeah. she was so comfortable it was, I think that. it was
2: 2004 2005 this is the height of yeah. MySpace okay.
1: yeah. Facebook isn't a thing yet Jer yeah, Jerris traveling doing her thing yeah. and some guy thinks he's destined to be with you yeah continue yeah. please and
2: uh, so it's yeah so it's interesting the kind of, the kind of people that handle our personal information. And another, you know, before I get to it, another interesting thing to note is, you know, a lot of airlines, you know, if you check your gun on your baggage, you know, you can do that. You can do it in your Mm -hmm. check baggage. We learned Mm -hmm. that in class. And, uh, you know, they, they used to want you to have a TSA lock on there, right? So that they could look into your, you know, look in your stuff, make sure you have it packed right. Right. Well then TSA started stealing people's guns. So now, they, you know, a lot of airlines want you to have, you got to, you got to declare it. They got to look at it, right? And then they want you to lock it up and have the key, right? So the people that we're supposed to trust, you know, this, this organization that was, you know, brought out of nine eleven, right? Now that you're still in people's guns. So it's like, who do you trust?
0: November 01 when they came out, by the way, TSA.
2: Yeah.
0: Only if you think about it, TSA's only been around for 19 years. Yeah. You Some people think TSA has been around for a long time. It used to be a private, uh. Uh, 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 organization that would do the security work. Now it's TSA. Nineteen years only. Yeah.
1: You're saying November of 2001. November mm-hmm. of 2001. two months 2001. right after right, 9 11. They implemented it
0: is when Bush came out with the yeah. TSA.
1: Got it.
2: Crazy. So anyway, yeah. He, so he was reaching out, and um, it was you know it wasn't welcome, and I was living on my own, and uh, he showed up to the house yeah, middle of uh, the night. Here. Not middle of the night, but you know at night. At you night? Know, probably 8, 9 o'clock. And then what happened? You know. Uh, he was greeted with the business end of a shotgun.
0: It was great, but not by you or by your boyfriend at the time?
2: No, I was home alone.
0: So by means. your shotgun. Mm-hmm. What was his reaction?
2: Uh, fear. <laughs> <I> <laughs> can as it, sh- only as it should be. Yeah.
0: No. I can only imagine.
2: And um, it was, uh, you know, and after after that, here I started to think to myself. Now, another another thing too, um, you know, and but you know, I don't know if this is TMI, but um, this was kind of the second, you know, really crappy thing to you know happen to me. Out, so I was raped as a teenager, mm-hmm. and I didn't want. So that you know, after that, I started to think to myself, you know, I can't. The people that I'm supposed to be able to trust to keep me safe right uh, you know my parents the police the government you know and I'm not poo-pooing on any of those people I'm just saying that the people that we sort of naturally look to to keep us safe can't do it it's, it's, it's impossible and it's not necessarily that they don't want to it's that they cannot it's it's physics does not allow for it okay and so we we have to you know it was kind of at that point where I said I've got to kind of maybe be in a better ambassador for my safety right and a better first responder to myself and so I started to you know and I grew up around guns I grew up in a, a family that was about guns uh, but I didn't really have a lot of handgun experience um, I was a hunter you know growing up mm-hmm. so I always kind of had the shotgun why well, can't strap a shotgun in my back and you know go where it, you tough. know go yeah. get my nails done and go to the movies and all that crap you know so I gotta figure out you know what do I need to do about this and so I started kind of looking into uh, what it would take for me to get a handgun license in Texas and, you know, that particular education because I certainly didn't want to shoot my foot off. Uh, but, I, you know, so I needed to get and I needed to get educated. And so I did that. And it was a very painful, brutal experience because I was being taught, uh, you know, no offense, but I was being taught by men who didn't want to teach me. You know, I did, they didn't, you know, it was, it was frustrating to teach me. It was, um, Why is that? it wasn't cool to teach me. Right. Because I'm not, you know, I'm not a tactical Tommy, you know, person, you know, I don't have military experience. I wasn't a poli- you know, a police officer. And so I'm literally starting from scratch. I'm like, I, n- I don't even know. I don't know what that is. You know, I don't know how this works. And so uh, it was, you know, them, you know, sometimes when you're at a certain level and you got to go back to the basics, it's, it can be, you know, frustrating and boring, right? Mm-hmm. You, you want to keep going forward. You sure. don't necessarily want to go back. And so when I finished that um, sort of education and, and felt comfortable going to the range on my own uh, and, and, you know, carrying a gun, uh, I started to get, you know, some of my female friends were like, hey, I see, you know, hey, I saw you were at the gun range, you know, maybe you can take me. I'm kind of interested in this. And so it started out me teaching my friends, and then uh i would you know they would tell their friends that i didn't know or whatever and then you know it kind of turned into a part-time gig and then i said you know what i want to start teaching license to carry because i got a perspective on this i got things to say about this Mm -hmm. and so i went down i signed up uh, to go down to the dps class it's a two-day class uh, down in florence right outside of austin Mm -hmm. and uh, 180 people came to this class to get license to carry they only do it like once a year two women wow it was me and a a gal that had just courtney that had just uh retired from the navy
0: now do you notice a trend with women who want to get a license to carry or no is there a is is there a trend with a tragic event that took place where they said no one's ever going to do this to me again
2: yeah it's it there's a lot of that okay there's a lot of that and um so you know that when you take this class the the guys that teach it are uh it was actually a phenomenal class i thought it was going to be very boring kind of like you right and
1: you thought he was going to no, oh, be, be boring. i thought she was oh you thought she was going to be boring
2: and i said there's you know, <laughs> zero
1: boringness going on a lot of action going on
2: and so uh but they tell you over and over again um you know when you take this class they say to you you're never going to make a full-time living doing this mm. this has to be it's a side hustle it's a passion project it's a community effort and it is all of those things okay but I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to this guy, and I'm like, you know, I'm like 17 rows up in the stadium seating yeah. in this place, and I'm going, hold my beer, <laughs> because <laughs> you don't you know the things on. I know. Like, you haven't seen what I've seen. You don't have the perspective that I have, because I'm going to get this license, and I'm going to go— into an underserved market because you don't even you're not you're not digging in this market mm-hmm. you're not you're not you're not going out and you're not hearing what what women are dealing with in their own safety and they don't feel empowered to do it they hmm. they they learn different than men you know guys are like guns I just want to pull a trigger you know and women are like I need a checklist. OK, I need this is this is where I want. You know, how do I know where to start and how do I know when I'm done? Like they need to know that they need they want yeah. that structure because there's a fear factor there. Right. Jared,
1: go deeper on that. Like with the mindset of a man getting a gun license versus a female. I'd love to get, hear, hear more about that.
2: You know, there a lot of men are um, they're not even, you know, uh, they're not uh, necessarily in, in the mindset of I need a formal education. They're like, just show me how to do it. You know what I mean, and women want to know like, what what's the statistics of the of mm. me, you know, ever having to do this, mm-hmm. or you know, or and or, with a lot of women, it's the question has never been posed. So when I when I teach when I teach introduction handgun, for instance, um, and I do a lot of ladies only classes for that, and I teach men too, but you know, the first question that I ask when I sit down is I go, listen, how many of you in here are moms? Okay. And it's most of the people that take that class. And I say to them, do you think in reality, because we talk a lot, we talk a lot of shit, right? We talk, we say, you know, mama bear, you know, don't mess with me. There's a lot of water cooler talk between the mamas about what they would do if somebody ever messed with Mm -hmm. their kid. Mm -hmm. But I say in reality, would you really be able to pull it off Would a physical altercation when your kids' lives are at stake? What would you do? And could you do it? Okay. I'm not saying. would You, you have the, this
0: from moms. Oh,
2: yeah. And Fine. I'm like, I'm not asking you if you would have the gumption to do it. I'm asking you, can you pull it off? I'm asking you, can a girl, can a woman my size take down a man your size? And the answer is always no. Because the question's never been posed to them that way. Nobody goes up to a pregnant woman and says, hey, when you have that baby, do you think you're ever going to be able to physically defend it? Nobody ever asked that question, and it's a question that needs to be asked. It's some, and it's and it doesn't need and we don't need to wait until we're about to start a family. We need to start asking our daughters this when they're little, when they're younger. Okay, when they get to be teenagers and they start doing stuff on their own, we need to start training our kids not necessarily to be, you know, the, you know, warriors and fighters, you know, but we need to say, "Look, you need to start paying attention mm-hmm. to what's going on around you." And we need to be good examples of that as parents you know, and as adults in their life, you know, like I don't have any biological kids, but I have a lot of kids in my life. And this this is the question that Aunt Jara is posing to them all the time is pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Assess your environment often, not to the point of paranoia, but to the point of preparedness. And so I have, I have literally built a business, a viable business on teaching people how to not die how and ma- that's insane th- to that's
0: me that's that is insane by the way there's a little bit of static yeah, on the it. speaker i don't know if you're getting it or not there's ta 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 ta. ta. it's a lot now yeah. uh i don't know where it's coming from we've never had this okay. this is a uh, first so your okay it like, your you're gonna do what you're gonna unplug this one okay going with another one is it mine No. okay th- let's see can you hear still a lot of static it's Guys, can you hear w- us okay? It's somebody's Everyone in the happens. audience. Okay, so it's not this. It's
1: Adam's? Adam's microphone. What about
2: it? Uh,
0: Adam, why are you screwing <laughs> around, Adam? Seriously. Okay, I'm not hearing anything now. Put the thing on. Mario, are you hearing stuff or no? I, I think... I think uh, I think that's China. To be honest with you, <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're hearing us. They're hearing what we're talking about.
1: Jarrah's bringing too much fire to the, <laughs> she, to the show that but, the, but, the audio system can't handle it.
0: We are, we are. So if you if you can hear us better now, we'll get back to it. If you can't hear it, just say yes. We're good to go. All right, you're killing me. Smells, someone says you're killing good. me. Smells. All right, so they got it. Can they everyone get, hear us? Okay. Okay, guys, yeah.
1: give a like, give a thumbs up, and let us know if you have any questions for Jarrah over here, and give a thumbs up if so, you uh, if you're yeah. feeling Jarrah.
0: So here's here's a question for you is how many, pe- how many women teach license-to-carry classes? Not many. Not many. No. And, and for somebody that's listening to this, here, here's a couple things I'll tell you. Okay, From, from a perspective of somebody I talk to where I, you know, we have the license-to-carry conversation. One, the conversation is, first of all, I don't like having guns in my house. People, there are people that don't even want to have a conversation. Forget about license-to-carry. It starts off with, screw guns. I don't want any guns in my house. Number two is, if there's guns in my house, what if something happens and my kids get a hold of it, and God forbid, you know, you hear about all these accidents that happen with kids and guns, right? And then it's license to carry, right? Why do I need to have a license to carry? What's the benefit of me having a license to carry? Like, who's going to come and do anything to me, right? So... You know, especially with all the stuff that's going on right now with uh, Black Lives Matter, with you know defunding the police, with Breonna Taylor, which we're going to get into here in a minute. Riots. Y- riots, protesting, election, all of this stuff that's going on. Why do you think it's important for somebody to have a gun and let alone have a license to carry?
2: Because physics dictates that the only people that are going to be able to purposefully respond to a situation of duress are the people that are already there. I mean, that's it. And that's that's science. It's uh, indisputable. It's very right? important
0: what you just said. Can, can you say that one more time what you just said?
2: Because physics dictates that the only people that are going to be able to purposefully respond to a situation of duress are the people that are already there. And so you nobody's going to show up. And, you know, how many things how many things do you see on social media where, you know, somebody's getting their ass whooped in the middle of the street and people are just filming it. Nobody's helping
0: yeah, all the time.
2: You know, so people are you know George people Floyd. are more about the drama now, you know than anything. And I think that there's a, a there's a, a fear factor about defending oneself that needs to go away, right? And the only way that that goes away is with education. It's all it always has to be education before legislation because you're never going to legislate out hate. You're never going to legislate out crime, you're right? You're never going to legislate somebody into an opinion. So you got to, you know, you got to change hearts and minds. That's the only way to do it. And, you, and the only way that you do that is through education. And so what's, uh, what's been an interesting thing for me to see over the last sort of 10 years that I've been teaching this in about three years full time is the, the mindset of women when they first get to me and the mindset of women when they leave, when they leave my class. It's literally it's between it's either one hour, three hours, or like five hours that they spend yeah. with me at a time, right? And it's and the mindset when they when they leave is it's incredible to see the transformation. You know, and they get to the point where they're looking at me and it's toward the end of class and I can see it in their face that they're going, I can do this. I can I can think this way. I can manage my time this way because a lot of women especially don't understand that your your time management Directly affects your safety. So if your life is in disarray, if you're constantly late, if you don't have a plan, if you can't keep a calendar, that is that right there is the beginning of the end of your safety.
0: That's that's powerful what you're saying because what I did when she said this, this is the first thing I did when you talk about physics. The reason why I had you repeated it because it's because in my mind, the first place I went to is what is the average response time to cops showing up when an event is taking place? Okay, c- could you guess what the average response time is in America? And I'll go through the top states.
1: Depends on the neighborhood, though, right? But give
0: me, give me average response time in America from the moment you dial 911, I have somebody in my house. They just robbed me. I just had somebody pull the gun on me. How long do you think it is average response time?
1: Five minutes.
2: 27.
0: Three minutes. Three minutes. U.S. Now watch this. Watch what happens here. That's U.S., right? Three minutes. L.A. is 5.7 minutes. Seattle, 7 minutes. Dallas, 8 minutes. We live in Dallas. Miami, 8 minutes. New York City, 13.3 minutes. Atlanta, 9 minutes and 35 seconds. Houston, 10 minutes. Detroit, 12 minutes. Denver, 15 minutes. Okay, they used to be 15 minutes. Now they're at 13 minutes. What can you do in 3 minutes? Oh, A lot.
2: But here's the thing.
0: Think about That's that. That's if
2: they have somebody to send you that's if somebody's available so i have a a quick story about this so you know i I dated a guy a few years ago whose uh kids were teenagers and uh his ex-wife they had you know 50 50 custody he had taught his kids how to shoot and at the time his daughter was the oldest and she was about 17. and they lived in uh they lived actually not far from me in the historic district of fort worth fairmount okay? okay And it's right by the hospital district. And on the 10th floor of JPS is the psych ward.
0: Wow. Okay. okay.
2: And uh, so, you know, I had a, a schizophrenic heroin addict break into my house when I, when I lived there while, while I was home last October. Okay. But that's a different story. We'll tell that in a minute. I
1: was going to say, you got a lot of lunatics coming after you, lot. I got a lot
2: going on here. Okay, but You
1: got like catnip for crazy going on <laughs> over here.
2: Yeah, predisposed. <laughs> She's I guess just
1: sprinkling Jera, Jera dust everywhere. <laughs> the come get it. Can't help them. So come get it. Okay. Hi, yeah. relax, buddy. All right.
2: There was a. They were. You know. So so she was home with her mom. It was like eleven o'clock at night. Some guy just walks up the driveway and starts trying to break in the house. Starts trying hmm. to break in the garage. Okay. Now, my ex had given his daughter or his wife, really, his yeah. ex wife. A 38 special and he was like look we're not together anymore we're not living together anymore but you need to be able to protect yourself and she did can she you t- was can not anti-gun
0: can you tell adam what a 38 special it's not like a special gift on your 38 birthday because <laughs> oh. I, I know he was thinking like I'm a thinking, birthday oh, suit nice. yeah, <laughs> <that was> like, <laughs> he's getting a birthday suit jared it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a revolver can you can you search I mean, uh, and show us what a 38, what a 38, 38 special, is. special i don't know i mean i think it's good to show what a 38 special is
1: does our audience know what a Thirty-eight special. I'm more so concerned that, about
0: you knowing what a oh, look, thirty-eight special is. Oh there's a pink
2: is. one right there too. Yeah. Oh nice. So it's a it's a typical. I mean, you probably yeah, saw these a lot to, in like '80s cop shows. Yeah, I yes. used to watch Dragnet. I know yeah. that.
1: Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Very
0: impressed. Yeah, go ahead, Jero. So she has this thirty-eight special.
2: So she's yeah. So you know, and she she wasn't you know super big into guns, but you know he says, hey, you know, Ag knows how to use it. Okay. Who's Ag? The daughter. Oh. And uh, you know nobody ever thought anything of it. Well, you know. So this guy's breaking in the house, right? So the mom, she's calling 911. She's like, hey, somebody's breaking in my house, like, right now. Mm -hmm. And the Fort Worth Police Department says, I'm sorry, man, we don't have anybody to send you. That's what they tell her, okay? So she's in the fetal position in the kitchen. She's, like, you Mm -hmm. know, hiding in the kitchen, right? AG walks right up the stairs and goes and gets the thirty eight special and comes down. She takes the tactical position, right, by the door, waits, okay, doesn't go out and, you know, doesn't leave the tactical advantage of the home like we talked about in class, you know, doesn't leave the tactical advantage of the home to go, you know, confront Chase the threat, the yeah. okay, she waits, and she was like, and, you know, mom's crying, okay, and she says, is how old, 17, 17, and mm-hmm. she, like, she's trained for this, Yeah, she's learned from us, yeah. right, and she, uh, she looks at her mom and she's like, I'm just, I'm just telling you, mom, if he comes through the door, I'm going to shoot him and you need to be ready for that. Okay, it never happened. He couldn't he couldn't figure his way into the garage. It took about Mm. 15 minutes. He leaves. Okay, the cops show up an hour and a half later. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And they make a statement. And, uh, you know, and so she's, you know, A.G. comes to brunch with us like a few days later. And she's she's telling she's telling us this and she said it. And, you know, out of out of a 17 year old's mouth, she was like, Dad, I'm so glad that you taught me how to do that because I was scared, but I knew what to do. Mm hmm okay and that's the thing so you you have a you have a 17 year old that came that close to having yeah. to do what we never imagined we would ever have to do
0: what do you think about having a license to carry adam uh-huh. i mean well, you know nightclubs miami you know well, you're, you're selling insurance policies life settlement bring
1: a gun into a club that's for sure okay uh something that comes to mind we had the gentleman come I I, I I escape his name he did an interview uh former secret service fbi agent clint Hill? Oh, no, 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 no.
0: Okay. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Sha- what's his name again? Uh, his last name is Shaffer. Craig, Craig Craig? Craig Schaefer. Craig yeah. Schaefer. Yeah. Stud. Stud yep. of a guy, right? And he said there's what? 8 billion people on this planet? How mm-hmm. many billion people on this planet?
0: 7.8. Okay. Seven, who's, who's counting? counting though? Yeah. Pat
1: knows. He said 95% of people are good, decent, normal, great people. 5% of people are just straight up lunatics, psychos homicidal maniacs will kill you so you're thinking well 95 percent of people is great right it's awesome five percent okay that's not so much pat i know you're a math wizard what's five percent of 7.8 billion
0: small number 3. 3, five.
1: Th- Three point five million. Five
0: percent 3.78 3.8 million okay million yeah. Yeah. so basically no the no five entire entire percent so, of 300 us, 380 million 380 right. yeah so
1: essentially how many people are in america 328 okay so basically that's the equivalent of united states and canada that are straight up maniacs out there
2: that's that's a great statistic
1: okay so there you go feel free to use that so extrapolate that all over all over the world so
2: yeah but that's what i I tell my students though this is what i tell my students and it's and it's mind-boggling because when i say it it's like a light goes off in their head Mm -hmm. i say look there's no safe places yeah there's only safe people hmm and one person can come and change the dynamic of an environment immediately. And the environment is changed for the duration of their time in that environment.
0: Yeah. So I got a question for you. I got to quit. Last night I pulled up a bunch of stats about guns. Okay. Because I want to know stats about guns. Mm-hmm. What percentage of gun ownership in the world do you think is in U.S.? Very Out of high. all the guns in the world. What percentage you think is U.S. Very high. Give me a number. You want
1: to give us a multiple choice, or you want us just to guess? No,
0: I just want you to guess. So okay. imagine, out of all no. the gun owners in the yes. world, I'm okay, say at least half. There is 857 million gun owners in the world. What okay. percentage is U.S.? A quarter. Okay, you're saying quarter. What do you think it is? I'm curious, Luis. Yeah, out yeah, of yeah. all the registered gun owners, what percentage is U.S.? I'm gonna
2: say
1: 15 percent. I'm gonna go lower. 20 percent. 20 percent.
0: What are you gonna 30%. say? 30 percent. Kai. A quarter. You said 50. percent You said half.
2: Stick to well, it. Well, okay, sure.
0: 46%. Yeah. She wins, okay? 46% of gun owners in the world are in the U.S.
1: Think about okay. that. Think about that. That's a big number. But 46%. does that count multiple guns? Like we know people that have 50 guns in their no,
0: house. No, 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 no. This is just you're a gun owner, you're one, okay? Yeah. It so, doesn't so, matter
2: how many you own. Yeah, just, you uh, own at least
0: one, right? 46, I'm sorry, 46% of uh, civilian guns owned. Okay, you're yeah, right. okay, right. Multiple right. guns. Guns so owned. So we have some people in America right. that have a now, watch of dozen guns in their house. Watch this. Who do you think yeah. is number two country? Who do you think is number two country? It's Australia.
1: Gonna, you will never guess number two country. Well, we know it's not Venezuela.
0: Okay, it's not Venezuela. It's not Australia. Who do you think number is number two country? By the way, if you're listening to this, it's who do Colombia. you think is number two <laughs> no. country? That number has the most guns country. owned. Oh. Number so two. Switzerland. No.
1: India. No. India Sweden. is number two. Sweden. India. How, I would have never guessed India. Of course. What do you mean? There's a billion people there I, and it's a democracy. That, so you did the math
0: is what you did. Of but course. But 71.1 1 million guns are registered on you know in India. Yeah. 71.1. Now watch what happens here. Okay. <laughs> then I went in and, and I looked at different stats. Okay. Uh, uh, on gun ownership statistic. Okay. 42% of households... Uh, own a gun in america 42 percent of households that's a households. big number by the way 42 percent 30 percent of individuals own a gun that I means three out of ten so in mm-hmm. this room two four six out of six two of us own guns right. do you own one do you own one Luis's do you own one louise's whole family has guns no, no, but he doesn't about? though yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. two of us do that makes about sense i
2: have okay. enough for all of you yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: there's plenty in that safe as someone well, comes into here to value got so 47 percent of male men own a gun, only 13% women, 47% to 13%. When think about it, who actually needs it? Who doesn't need it? It's the yeah. other way around of ownership.
1: My good buddy Sean Lowry, shout out to him. He says, What's number three?
0: What's number three? I I, yeah. I only have top two right now. I don't. Okay. Like, Sean, do, I, do, I do us a favor. I Google do gold that. and silver. <laughs> I don't go bronze, but I, he wants <laughs> to go bronze. Sean Lowry, find be that out for Like me, Sweden.
2: Sweden. I think it's probably Sweden. So, so why Sweden? I so watch it, this. I think Lem- it's either Sweden or Switzerland that makes you do. Like be in the military. Kai, are go.
1: guns like a, a thing in Norway? Is that allowed? Is it a
0: guys, these stats are about to get more interesting. This is I'm getting to a question here. Oh, okay. Watch right. these stats. Go. Check Let's this go. out. Let's go down to deep okay. the gun So we hole. have male forty seven, female thirteen percent, white thirty three percent, non white, me eighteen percent, okay. You're considered white, just so you know that. Okay. Me, not me. Come on, man. Republicans, surprisingly, forty-one percent. Yeah. Democrats, twenty-three percent. If right. there was a fight between, if a civil war broke out, Democrats. Let's not even go I'm there. Screw. Let's not even go there. Let's olive branch. Independent, twenty-seven percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. By the way, actually, Republicans have nearly twice as much. Yeah. Guns they own as Democrats. Shout out
1: to my Republican <laughs> friends out there, buddy. I'm on your side when we're going down to a war now. Come on now. Okay,
0: so now here's here's some other stats. Civilians defend themselves with a gun an estimated nine hundred and ninety thousand times a year. Civilians defend themselves with a gun an estimated nine hundred and ninety thousand times. That's a lot of times, by the way. A million times a year. Yes, exactly. Americans use guns to frighten away intruders four hundred and ninety-eight thousand times. You come into my house, cha cha. Okay? Oh, shit. Something's going to go
1: down if I like go exactly. and, that, and that crazy bag handler. Okay.
0: Like 40% of felons decided not to commit crime because they knew or believed the victim was carrying a gun. That's a very, going back to what she was talking about, 40%. But we're about to get to a question here that kind of threw me off a little bit. I got two stats I'm going to bring up. I want to ask your thoughts on this. And obviously our uh, expert gunman here, uh, <laughs> Adam, 27 years, you know, he's been uh, watching people with guns but never owned it. But educational oh. level of gun owners. You ready? Education, gun, education level of gun owners. This is a very weird stat, Kai. And I'm cur- I have my own uh, uh, assumptions why this is, but I want to hear your thoughts. College post-graduates is the lowest percentage of gun owners, yeah. 30%. So if you got an MBA, it's the lowest percentage of gun owners. Yeah. Then it's college graduates, 37%. Some college, 41%. High school grad or less, Forty-two percent. So the more okay. the education, the less gun ownership. Let's the have less that conversation. E- exactly. Let's so that have that conversation. I want to have because I knew you were going to love this yeah. with your peers I, on your community. So educated people. So yeah. if you have an MBA on the wall, there's a chance. Yeah. There's a lower chance of you having a gun than a person that barely has a high school diploma. Why is that?
1: Go I, for I it. I think that's just part of culture, right? United States. The <laughs> more, the more, nice little... the more that you're in college. Yeah. You know, you're working in a high level career, you're a lawyer, you're a doctor, you're working as in a white collar um, business, you're probably the less likely you're going to be using a gun. I don't know, Jared? I
2: think that it's because you feel safer where you are. There we go. Because you're, you're educated. You're probably typically making more money. You mm-hmm. probably feel like you live in a safe place. Okay. Okay. Or you have gated security. Or you have. You're living uh, in a good community. You're, you're, living you're making in a community more money. That may not you have a lot of crime. You can afford yeah.
1: a uh, a angle? butler with a gun. <laughs> Just because you got can <laughs> afford a butler with a gun. He's
2: but like, but what are you living in the back cave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: my butlers got guns, guys. All of them.
2: <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> but, okay, Alfred. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? Why else, Jerry? You could be my Alfred. I'll hire yeah. <laughs> you any day of the week.
0: Let's go. So so why else still? Why else do people with degrees? I would
1: love to hear your opinion on this. You got an angle on this so i, I don't want to step so, in the pbd's trap no, no, i no, you got I'm something
0: i'm asking you guys yeah. i'm just giving i'm just stati- i think it's part the of the culture and
1: and i, I don't want to like um stereotype but you know um you know I, the first thing Ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a sign that I'm just not going to... Jerry, what are you taking from here? <laughs> I'll, t- I'll give you a couple thoughts here. I'll give you a couple thoughts here.
0: When, when Adam gets nervous, his, his yeah. seat drops. It yeah, just yeah. reads him well.
1: I just realized that Jarrah has a gun, and I'm trying to combat are you, her. Are you right now? Yeah, yeah Yes, course. you are.
0: That's right. Yeah, she is right now. She's Jara. I
1: apologize for anything I may or may not have said already.
0: Yeah. I'm sure our audience I, you is know, I can, only, can you imagine like, uh, uh, if a soy boy were to date a Jarrah, if a soy boy would have dated Jaren. Now a soy boy is what? A guy who is...
2: That was actually going to be my next question. (laughs) (laughs) What what? is a soy boy? I found
0: that
1: I found that
2: out.
0: (laughs) So, a soy boy. Oh, the, is, the, the chat's going to be lit right now. By the now. way, I would love to see who actually came up with that nickname first. Yeah. Who came up with that nickname I first? I think it was like, a girl
1: that was like somebody a said.
0: soy boy. Soy boy is a uh, uh, pejorative term often used in online communities to describe men perceived as lacking masculine characteristics. Uh, yeah, makes yeah. ki- makes sense. The term bears many similarities There's many and different has been definitions. compared to the slang term of, uh, how do you pronounce that? Cuck. Cuck? Yeah. Cuck. Another term popularly used as an insult for male femininity yeah. by online communities. Soy boy. I don't know if you're a soy boy. But I, if a soy boy were to date yeah. a—
1: I'm not a soy boy, but I play one on a podcast. Yeah, but you're, you're definitely
0: not a soy boy. <laughs> if one of the stats said a soy boy is a, is a guy who marries his first girlfriend, that's yeah, definitely not going to be you. Because the, you've been on your 200 one, and he's still not married. So, yeah, we'll figure so it out one if, of these days. If a soy boy were to date a Jera, yeah. and they're at a bar— yeah. And a guy comes and talks smack to the soy boy. What's the soy boy gonna say? I swear to God, you say one more thing, Jara's gonna whoop your. You say one more thing, Jara. you want to have a conversation? Say one more thing right now. She's gonna put you in your place. I feel
1: like uh, you know, if a soy boy ends up with Jara and they say you may kiss the bride, Jara's gonna pick me up and like walk (laughs) me out.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna like take you over the threshold. Is that what we're going with this?
1: (laughs) Oh
0: my god! But let me give you my theory why I think the more. You know,
1: I've never dated a girl like Jara. Every girl I've ever dated, this you, is not me hitting on you are right you, now.
0: Are you scared? Every girl is I've it, ever dated has been
1: like more of like a feminine, you know, like a feminine model type. You know, you better cheerleader watch out with type. your
0: language, right? Now. Our feminists is going to come after you. We yeah, got a big I, feminist community. Good,
1: great. I enjoy. Welcome to the party, y'all. But I've never dated a girl that's like, all right, buddy, I got this from here, soy boy. You know, it's <laughs> not that you talk like that. You're very.
2: Feminine it's, it's yourself. Really, really, not that you're not feminine, Jerry. The only I retract listen. that. The moment statement. you went there,
1: <laughs> you couldn't come back. Yeah, you're I mean, committed. I just.
2: The we only. Need more the only herself. reason oh I would do God. it for you, you is because I'm less likely to be convicted by a jury.
1: Okay, I don't know what that means, but yeah. Why are you less likely to be? Because be convic- I'm a woman okay
2: i'm a woman that defended right. myself with a firearm so you know statistically i'm, I'm probably less she's likely to be convicted by a jury so mm. you should use that to your full advantage what type
1: of guys do you typically date jared you said you're single no uh-huh. no she's got a boyfriend no i do you do have a boyfriend him, yes. okay cool tell us tell us about your boyfriend
2: he's big he's a very large person he's a big dude yes how big is big he's about six five probably 240 250.
1: and are you more like i want a manly big burly you know gun carrying kind of guy we you know.
2: we met at the gun range <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 so, so
0: it's not yeah. gonna happen at your comedy no, club 99 no, of the your, girls i've dated have
1: been in a club and live club live <laughs> in south beach like she's meeting dudes at a gun range <laughs> yeah. kai yeah. meets girls at the library no, sam no, meets at, girls at I, a salsa at club the
0: self-made yoga yeah. lounge the yoga place <laughs> he goes to it's the self uh, what do you call it the Self pizza what? parlor yeah do it yourself yoga yeah, yeah. yeah it's a nice
1: okay. place so is, is that typically the kind of guys you date like the bigger gun rangy type of guys
2: no i mean i dated a, an entrepreneur before that i mean who you know i mean he was a he was a gun owner but it's not like he you know went all the time gotcha. um you know I just i don't know that i have a type honestly
1: would you ever date a guy that does not own a gun
2: that would be tough that would
1: be tough. Straight, Straight up. up. So like, that's like you know, let me check the boxes here. All right, cool, good looking, you know, yeah. makes money, funny, doesn't own a gun, get this guy. By the you way, know,
2: you're, I dated, making, uh,
0: you're making people uncomfortable. Yeah, because, I did,
2: yeah, I dated a comedian from New York one time and that was that was interesting and he, he wasn't really super like pro gun, so He wasn't. No.
0: So I can only imagine how that date and goes. It was so very You give a hug and after you give her a hug you yeah, feel something very yeah. you know. Hard over here, and it's yeah. a gun. You're like, wait a minute, what is that all about? Oh, it's my gun.
1: Yeah,
0: do you have well, a that's gun? That's better than whatever I, the
1: alternative yeah. would be. <laughs> 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 please tell me that's a gun. <laughs> well, yeah, tell
0: that, me. that's happened before as well. But, yeah. but, anyways, Finkel okay, Einhorn, so, so let, me, let, me, let me let me go
1: back to the theory. Let me go back to the theory here on why the percentages. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, sorry. Our audience does not want me asking Jared questions. Our audience is very offended that i would uh delve into her personal life are you okay talking about oh, your personal I mean, life
2: well i mean i'm armed so okay no, you're fine. good
1: <laughs> yeah right, I, you know what for our audience and, i love you guys stop being said, so sensitive soy
0: boy is getting knocked out listen we're it, good guys
1: take a lesson from me you take punches you keep coming back okay use that in your so, own so, life so
0: so so let's let's go back to this my theory on these stats okay mm-hmm. so more the the more the education yeah let's get back to that the less the gun ownership i think absolutely i agree the fact that the more income you make, the more money you make, you're gonna live in a better community, so obviously you're not gonna have a need for guns. Mm-hmm. Okay, that totally makes sense to me. But what also makes sense to me is, how long does it, take to, does it take to get an MBA? What's the timeline of getting an MBA, Kai? Give me a timeline, six to eight years? Is that about a good timeline? You mean when you start college? From the day you're 18 years old, you go to college to get in your MBA. How long is yeah, that? Yeah, six to eight yeah, years, right? Six to eight, At eight least. years, of course. I mean, okay. Unless, yeah. Is it fair to say that the people who are instructors in school, that we call them professors, that yes. they probably don't <laughs> like guns? 100%. Yes, tend to and be I knew more you were liberal. Liberal. They, they tend, to tend to be more liberal. Be, well, not, uh, one out of ten professors in school Correct. are conservative. Nine out of ten are liberal. This is a statistic you can see from Washington Post. Mm-hmm. This isn't something new. So I don't know how many times a professor is going to say, I drove to school today and I had a gun on me and I left it in the car, or it's, it's just not going to happen. So the people that are also most people, the, the people they're spending most time with, they're not you know pro-second Amendment. They're not saying, hey, let me go buy, you should buy a gun to protect yourself. So I think it's also having to do with who you're around a lot, to have a lot of influence on you not owning a gun. I think there's a part of it that's also mm-hmm. being influenced by the system that they have. Because for it to be 41%, 42% to 31% high school degree, you barely graduate of high school, 41%, 42% own a gun. Mm-hmm. MBA, it's 30%, 31%. There, there is influence going is, on there. Is
1: there a correlation between um, education education? And guns just from a brain capacity That's the other side. Because also, I'll give
0: you the other side as well. The other side as well is atheists, atheists, okay, or agnostics or those that don't believe in God, the more degrees they get, Mm -hmm. many of them that end up saying, I just don't believe in a God, they typically are the ones that are more, you know, they have had more degrees. So, what is that? Is it because they've been able to figure it out for themselves and they're a little (laughs) less naive? Is it because their surroundings? Is it because the universities and colleges don't pray anymore? What is it? So there's a there's a there's two ways you can look at this with influence. Hmm. But uh, anyways, how about we go to the Breonna Taylor uh, uh, officer? Yesterday you heard about the riots. You heard about the protesting. There's a part of it you were dealing with last night, a little bit having to do with that in the, in Dallas that you were telling me about earlier. Uh, there's a lot of things going on right now. I'll just kind of read some of the stuff here right now, and then I want to turn it over to you guys to kind of tell me what your thoughts are with the Breonna Taylor officer. Uh, Officer Chart. So Officer Brett Hankins Hankinson who was fired in June was indicted on three counts of wanton endangerment which uh, wanton endangerment means blindly shooting without knowing what you're shooting at. You know, we'll we'll get into that here in a second. So three counts of wanton endangerment the first degree Jefferson County grand jury decided Wednesday. Neither the grand jury nor the presiding judge elaborated on the charges. Authorities found that the bullets fired by Hankinson traveled into the neighboring apartment while three residents were home, a male, a pregnant female, and a child. Attorney General Daniel Cameron said at a press conference after the grand jury's announcement Hankinson was not charged in Taylor's death, but rather for endangering her neighbor's lives. Now, obviously, that's going to create a frenzy right there with Hankinson not being charged for Taylor's death, rather for endangering her neighbors lives a warrant was issued for his arrest and he was booked and released on $15,000 bail, according to a local reports despite executing a no knockout warrant Cameron uh, Cameron's office said that the officer did announce themselves before busting door busting down the door of the apartment occupied by Taylor and her boyfriend Kenneth Walker y- you know. I, I spent a lot of time watching a lot of videos on this topic. I read a lot of articles. New York Times is a great article, of part one, part two. Uh, I read Washington Post. I read anything on the left, the right, the middle, anything I can, but I wanna hear your perspective. You're in this world. You've been following this story very closely. Uh, what are your thoughts about what's happening right now with this case?
2: I think that the, the information, the communication uh, has been grossly mishandled. In this um you know we're saying you know we're seeing you know right now that they're they're saying yeah well it was a no-knock warrant but we did you know announce ourselves this is the first that we're hearing of it yeah um i even i read an article um you know at 6 15 this morning um that said that there was some sort of independent witness that can corroborate this this is the first that we're hearing of any of it and when you <clears throat> when you don't communicate effectively with the the general public, uh, all you do is galvanize them. All you do is, is, you know, let them think the worst, okay? And so now, you know, we have a situation where, you know, this is just one more just sort of, you know, notch in in the belt of of the general community not trusting law enforcement anymore. Because you got, the, you know, it's like you people can't communicate with, with us. You can't tell us the truth. You can't give us information. Now, I understand when you're doing an investigation, there's only so much, you know, that, that you can give out. But I don't see how telling us two months ago that you announced yourself, even though it was a no-knock warrant, and you have a, a witness that can corroborate that, how's that going to hurt anything, right? I mean, that, that gives us a little bit of, you know, if that was the case, you know, that may have fundamentally changed things. But, th- but because now you're you're not going to indict uh, or, or you're not, I'm sorry, you're not going to, you know, move forward with charges. Um, and now you're releasing all this new information or this old information that's new to us. I think that's super irresponsible on the part of the, of the police department. Wow. I think that's super, super irresponsible. And I think that, uh, you know, that, that girl was innocent uh, for, for all we know. I mean, of with the, all the information that we've, that we've been given, uh, you know, she was innocent. Um, that was a huge tragedy and I think that something needs to be done about it.
1: I think she has probably the most unique voice on this story being that she works side by side with law enforcement, right? I mean, you, yeah. you're considering actually I mean, becoming pull, a police officer. I mean, I had guns out last night. Right. Okay. Okay. She, she's gun instructor. Yeah. Female. Yeah. Has lived alone. Yeah. Um, has lived with a boyfriend. Sure. Um, owns guns has dealt with police. Um, you have, a, you have a very unique situation, a story on this. You know, I'm look, this, the, the word that comes to mind is optics. Like what, like you hear this, you hear inf- misinformation. Like you said, you read, there's so much going on here. Like last week, we covered the fact that her family was awarded $12 million, right? By the mm-hmm. city of Louisville. Yep. Okay. People have been talking about, um, now, could that be viewed
2: as a settlement, you know, could that Clearly. be viewed as a, you know, yeah. maybe that's not sure. why.
1: For sure, um, you know. Then this word comes out: uh, wanton endangerment. Yeah, wanton endangerment. What is wanton endangerment? You have you have a dead female. The boyfriend was arrested. He's then since been released. I googled what wanton endangerment is. I never heard that. It's substantial danger of death or injury to another person, an extreme indifference to the value of human life, reckless endangerment. So that's what the officer Hankinson was charged with.
2: And that's but, another, but that's another, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's no. another lack of communication is like you come out and say, this is what this person's being charged with, but you don't explain, you know, what it is. And so if you're, if you're in Texas, if you're watching the show in Texas, that's the equivalent to penal code 9.05 in Texas, which is reckless injury or death of a, of an innocent third party.
1: And and here's the craziest part of that. Okay. This wanton endangerment, <laughs> the charges were not even because of Miss Taylor's death, right? It was because no. of the neighbors that were almost shot. By the police officers. So like if you're on one side of this, you're like, what the hell is going on here? So what comes to mind when I see all these riots and protests that are obviously people are outraged about this? So, um, Pat, what year did you come to America? Uh, November 28,
0: 1990. November twentieth, 1990. Two years before Rodney King.
1: Boom. That's where I was going with this. So you were here for a few years. Rodney King. If you guys don't remember Rodney King... He was a black man pulled over the side of the road and argument ensues with four police officers was on PCP. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. But basically they end up beating the living crap out of this guy to, um, for near death experience. Recorded, recorded pre cell phone, pre cell phone. This is people. I mean, can you imagine how many things like this happened before cell phone and camera time? Yep. But they filmed these guys beating the crap out of him with batons 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 fast forward what happens to these four police officers nothing nothing happens they get they walk off and what happens in la you were there for two years
0: what do you mean nothing happens so they what weren't happened? charged with
1: anything they they w-
0: could they go back to their jobs
1: i don't i'm not sure what happened with them no, that's no, not no. where i'm going with this okay 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 yeah, that's not where yeah, i'm going with this okay. point is they didn't get in deep trouble yeah okay i'm sure a couple sure. of them lost their jobs
0: riots sure. protesting that's where i'm going okay this.
1: okay so the city of la it, this is when tupac was running the show in la yep. he famously said we'll burn this mother yep. down did he yep. not yeah and you were just in living in la yep. for the first time so i'm thinking
0: and i was on his side at that time just so you, you were know, on that.
1: tupac's side I mean, at that course, time Of course. you were I'm what not, willing to burn la down what I was, saying? I,
0: I was i was on the side against anything to do with cops government, anything. This is a 14-year-old, 13-year-old Pat that's just kind of like clueless about what's going on with life.
1: Pre-Republican Pat
0: not republican independent
1: pre independent the
0: difference between me and you is i have voted on both sides okay that's the difference between me and All you right. you have only voted on one side
1: that's not true for presidential i've only voted for the, one that's side that's the biggest level but i've so also voted for republicans on what in the, the, senate for the, governor the,
0: the, the property mayor level like oh, with yeah. 6 uh, units yeah of course <laughs> my my property manager was a republican a, a i friend voted of mine, for is that kind mayor of mayor
1: francis suarez republican oh, in the my city God. of miami can Let's, you order a box
0: of cookies from the local <laughs> cookie store for this buddy here? Here's my point. Tell your
1: point. We've been waiting. for You're, it. you're famous. Oh, we're going to get Pat a t-shirt that says, what's your point? That's going to 100%. Well, you got a
0: good one as well. Miami Heat. Shout out okay. to them for Shout winning. Out to them, but Shout out Go ahead. We just cracked Tyler 2,000 here. viewers. Day. Thank you. 2,000 people respect. live listening are wondering what is Adam Sosnick's
1: point. Here's my point. The last thing that we want to see in America are cities being burnt down. The last thing we want to see are riots. Okay. Can we all agree upon yes. that? We can. We can. Okay. So sometimes you have to reverse engineer what you're doing. So if you're the city of Louisville in this case, and we say, all right, guys, we are up to our eyeballs and some bullshit right here. If we know if we come out with this wanton endangerment, no charges against the police, we know what's going to happen. Not only in Louisville, not only in Kentucky, all over America. So when we make this decision, let's prepare for the worst case scenario. I'm not sure they did that because Number one, let's just back up. Two police officers were shot yesterday. I hope they are doing okay. Like, that's the last thing that we want in America today. But when you make this type of decision and you charge one officer with wanton endangerment, which is like a slap on the wrist, just expect the worst case scenario. And that's the last thing we want to see here.
2: He he probably should have been charged with wanton endangerment anyway. Right? On top of... I think maybe one or two other things.
1: What do you think he should have been charged with or any of these police officers should have been charged with? In your opinion, I I think
2: at minimum he should have been charged with involuntary manslaughter. Okay. Um, Because you can't. Now, here's the thing though. It's, it's when we start critiquing the police, we have to remember that you are not the police. You've never been the police. Have you, ever, what, have you ever had to clear an apartment for squatters? Have you had, ever had to serve a no-knock warrant or no. a warrant in at general? at best two cats. <laughs> have you ever, you know, huh?
0: <laughs> at best two cats because he's got cats. Yeah, two cats. Got gotcha. Okay. Uh, cats
2: are, very intense. Listen, cats yeah. can flip the switch on you real quick. They can. Not my cats. They're very well
1: behaved. But continue so, with the police, please, Jared.
2: You know, they, I, you know, I have worked side by side with the police. I have had to clear, uh, you know, apartments. I've had to, you know, I've kind of been taken by surprise a couple of times mm-hmm. and i can i can see it from both sides um but what i'm but I, what i will say is that there's a stark difference there's a huge delta between justice and revenge hmm. okay and there's i think that what the the protest community not maybe not the protest community but the riot community wants blood they want revenge and that's where that's where it's coming sure. to. Sure. And so that's well, you have to
1: know that when you're making the decision.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And I work overnight in the exact same communities that are experiencing what's happening to Breonna Taylor. And so we have to be, you know, now I think policing personally is more about sympathy, empathy. And leadership than it is about authority, and I think that totally that's what the policing you, that's what the policing needs to get back to. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that absolute power corrupts absolutely, and so when you put somebody uh, in a position of authority like that with a gun, power to arrest, whether they've seen it or not. So, like as a personal protection officer, I can only arrest somebody if they commit a felony in my purview. I can't go find somebody that because somebody said Mm -hmm. okay it has to happen in front of me and I think that when you give a lot of power to you know and a lot of authority to the police uh, and sometimes they need it right okay but in generalities you, you that gets in your head I know because I have to remind myself all the time when I go out and work in these communities that these people are my brothers and sisters. They're in in humanity. Okay, I have to remember that civilians. No, it's civilians. No matter the what. No matter what lifestyle they lead, no matter where they live, no matter what they've done. Okay, I have to I have to understand that the only thing that I have that I get to judge is what they're doing right now. So it's like when people say, "Well, George Floyd did that. He you know he held a gun to a pregnant lady's belly and he was high on this and he did that. Yeah, that's not that's not for you, okay? Right. Now, do do we, do I think he needs to be glorified on a, on the back of an NFL helmet? Hell no, but what he did before doesn't matter at that moment. What matters is that
0: I couldn't agree with you more you know, on, that, yeah. on that topic. But I, I will tell you a couple things here. I, I got I got a couple different uh, perspectives on this here. So so one is we got three people involved in this situation, right? We got Brianna Taylor, okay. Then you have Kenneth Walker, who is. The boyfriend, the boyfriend she's currently with. Yes. Then you have Jamarcus Glover. There's three the people. Ex-boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend. Right. The so ex. when you sit there and you think about her choice of picking men, she needs to read the right books on picking the right boyfriend because the history of the boyfriend. So she started off 2020 saying, I have a new job, new career, new this. She was expecting 2020 to be a big year. She blocked her ex-boyfriend on Instagram, social, didn't want to deal with it and in the middle of the night at 12 30 when the cops came in saying we're entering the current boyfriend thought it was the ex coming in so he shoots and as a cop you know you got your team you got to make sure you're protecting they didn't shoot first he fired first mm-hmm. and then they shot now obviously they shot brianna taylor which is tragic for that to be taking place they they're held accountable for that that's the 12 million dollar lawsuit that's been paid and the the hankinson guy he had issues in the past already it's not like this was his first term he couldn't control his temper and. I put that uh, onus on the department not being able to see. When I see a switch of power, like I watch my guys. I run a sales company. I watch which one of my guys becomes power hungry. It's very dangerous when that happens because in a sales organization, what do you do? You're the greatest. You're so amazing. Phenomenal talk. You're so special. I'm so proud of you. It's so much of building people up that unfortunately some people have no clue how to take that. Mm -hmm. Some people take it and they start thinking they're what? I'm God. the man, I can do whatever yeah, I want. There's, so no,
2: there's no humility There's anymore. no humility.
0: Humility mm. goes away. You can't tell me what to do. Do you realize who I am? So cops go in intention. Original intention is what? I want to serve. I want to make a difference. Right. And sometimes when all of a sudden you go to a club, I got a gun. You kind of start seeing people looking at you differently. You kind of go a little bit like this. A little bit like. bit And if there is a, any sense of character issue on the inside with insecurities, you got a problem with that cop. So I think the testing needs to change. People need to hide. The one thing we constantly are trying to get better at is hiring better. Every time I fire somebody after I hire them in four four to eight weeks and it doesn't work out, I always take full responsibility. Always because I'm like, why didn't you hire better? You should have known this wasn't going to work out. Why didn't you ask those additional nine questions? It's not the guy's fault. It's your fault. You should have hired better. You can sit there and point at people as much as you want. This cost me money. That guy cost me $6,000. This guy cost me... You should have never hired a guy in the first place. You take the
1: ownership. I have to take
0: the the ownership because I'm the one to blame to not have asked the right questions. Because maybe this wasn't a cultural fit. So when we're sitting there, we're going after hiring, after hiring, after hiring. So number one, I think the department needs to get a better predictive analytics questions they ask to hire people that has to do with pi's are important. That has to do with ego and insecurities. It's very, very difficult to give somebody who is very insecure a lot of power. It's very dangerous. So, so that's one part. So this guy Hankinson, uh, you know, he first of all he's got problems. He's had problems. His resume doesn't look good, anyways. So we can go one by one by one. Then we look at Brianna Taylor. If Brianna Taylor's my daughter, 26 year old. Okay, you got Brianna Taylor, EMT. She's trying to be a nurse. She's involved in a conversation about fourteen thousand dollars. Let me go do this, and she's given the car that she gets to the friend of, Joe, you know, of Kenneth. And what, what are you doing being involved in these types of situations? So sometimes, I remember one night, I never forget this, I come out of the military, my friend picks me up, and this is a friend that I was good friends with, regular guy, very good guy, it was, you know, guy that I hung out with all the time. And he picks me up in his car, and we go out to Hollywood. We have a great time. He says, let me tell you who I am now. I said, who are you now? He opens the trunk when he opens the trunk, the trunk is filled. This is in 97. It's filled, filled with pot. He's got Vicodin pills. He's got Coke, whatever you want to buy. He's got it all. Now this is not what he did prior to me joining the military. I come in, he goes from being a 3.5, 4.0 GPA to now one of these guys, he's got all this stuff in the back of his truck, right? So I'm sitting there And an event takes place that has to do with cops and all this other stuff. I'm sitting there. All I'm thinking about is if he gets arrested tonight, I'm in the military, I'm going to military jail. If I go to military prison, I can't get my securities license. If I can't get my securities license, I can't work for Morgan Stanley Deanwood. If I don't go to Morgan Stanley Dinwood, I don't get my Series 7. If I don't get my Series 7, I'm probably not getting into insurance. If I don't get into insurance, I don't know what I'm doing today. I may be selling a gym membership.
1: Were you thinking you're your next five years? I went at that right point? there in
0: my mind. I'm like, wow. if I get arrested today, I go to military prison. But
2: who taught you how to think like that?
0: But, but the, well, that's mom and dad. That's parenting. Okay. Parenting, they told you that. Think about your – my mom a always said – A lot of
2: said, people in these communities don't have
0: that. I, I agree with you. And, and, again, going back to it, I agree with you. But what I'm trying to say is – but if she has enough thinking to go to EMT, she's trying to be a nurse, she's doing all this other stuff. So, look, some, like one night I got arrested in L.A. Okay, and I got arrested because I was accused of being from MS-13, and I'm not MS-13. I'm Middle Eastern. I'm not Mara Sabatrucha. So I got mistaken for MS-13, and they came. They arrested me. I got – it's me and my two buddies, and one of my friends has a big scar going here that he fell from a park, and he broke his – and you know, I'm like, dude, the guy's not – and we're teasing them. We're like, he's a gangster, but I'm not a gangster. He's like all freaking <laughs> out. Dad on the pizza shop. So but, you were arrested. I got arrested helicopters all this stuff i'm on my what? chevy s10 low profile you know gold 145 spokes it's real n- nice what system. i'm I, ju- I barely turned 16. because I, wow. I, i'm i'm my birthday's a month off from when i was born to when we came to the states yeah one month off anyways we got arrested so i'm like what are we doing getting arrested today and i'm like y- you know the situation here is okay you bought a car from a guy that was an ms13 guy you knew this guy was a leader You didn't get your car registered quickly. You kind of drove with his registration. Okay, I mean, this makes sense why this is taking place. They understood. They let me go. Was good to go. What's the moral of the story? Look, you're going to be guilty by association if you hang out with the wrong crowd. So the messaging goes to a few different people because I sit there and every event that takes place, I want to take things away. We made some comments about the Louisville deal the other day, $12 million, and we kind of skimmed through it quickly. And I got a long message from somebody that I respect. And said i think you need to go a little bit deeper on this topic because i think you guys kind of went through this topic like as if it was a business topic i said fair enough i'll respect what you're saying because i respect who this individual is so number one association what can our kids take away from this if your kids are listening to this right now 20 years from now what do you want them to take away from this buddy choose who you're hanging around with every time i got in trouble it was bad association every yeah. time i wasn't was just in a bad crowd doing something stupid we know when we're on a bad crowd and the onus is on us. We can't say mom, dad, we can, like you said something earlier that was so powerful, when you were a teenager, a tragic event happened to you. Your mom and dad couldn't have protected you that day. You said there's only one person that could have protected you, it's you. And I, I didn't think about it that way. And no wonder you wanna have a license to carry, because if somebody happens and the cops doesn't show for three minutes, you have a way to protect yourself. The moment you become 18 years old, you have to make the decisions. Mm-hmm. And some of the decisions you're gonna make are gonna be good or bad. Now let me go to the other part. The other part with this situation that you look at is influencers, Hollywood, and celebrities. Okay? Let me kind of take this. The day Jesse Smollett came out and he told the story, do you remember how everybody reacted that day, that juicy, second?
1: Everyone was feeling Juicy Smollett. Everyone were like, I totally the believed day, him. Even Trump.
0: The, even Trump. The day he came out, yeah. everybody defended who?
1: How could this happen? No way. Juicy Smollett. This is why everyone. racism, yeah.
0: protests, America's a racist nation the moment yeah he got caught did those same celebrities retract their statements none of them
1: right very little
0: the only person that stayed quiet was who Chappelle. Chappelle. because this just doesn't sound right you mean two africans in the middle of the night are going to come you're telling me me? two
1: african guys in MAGA hats in chicago (laughs) he's
0: a brilliant dude so so you go to this and you say where is this to playing with hollywood and athletes and celebrities do you really want to unite america do you really do you really want to, you know, is it, is it the smarter thing to tell players and Hollywood people to say, folks, I cannot believe what happened to Brianna, but we have to wait and get the information. Why do you jump to conclusion? <laughs> so <laughs> when you jump to conclusion, what do you do? It's kind of like this.
2: It's like assuming.
0: You, 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 you your girl, let's just say your, your girl, uh, is, you know, somebody sent something about your girl and you come to the pal, let me tell you what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like. Bro, how do you know? Uh, you, I, I'm just telling you. And you have no proof. Nothing, mm-hmm. nowhere. Like, it's not like you have pictures or anything or anything. You have, you have no proof. So imagine I'm not next. Dude, I told you she's a freaking bitch. You know, I told you. you know, this yeah. is why. So when a guy is married, one of his divorced friends or single friends, a lot of single friends want to make you be single because you want to go party together. Married people want to get people to be married, right? Okay. So somebody go. oh, my gosh, you shouldn't do this. You should leave. You should have gone. No, rather the answer should be what? Bro, I don't know. I, I haven't yeah. heard her. what's what's. So there is an element of that taking place here where we jump to conclusion very quickly. Then I'll give you the last one here and then I'll turn it over to you guys to see what you think. And we can change topics because we've been going on guns for a while and probably some of the people are gunned out and we can go talk about business next. Here's the last one. You know who gets a lot of credit and who I believe is going to make this a, the world a better place when it comes down to crime? Steve Good. Jobs. Steve Jobs absolutely Steve Jobs you know why Steve Jobs
1: can I answer that
0: yes cameras 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 respect to Steve phones. Jobs because citizen Tim Apple journalism you know somebody that now is can go around recording yeah. videos now we can see 8 minutes and 46 seconds you had your knee on George Floyd what are you mm-hmm. doing you, now we can see. Well, no, well, as no, as long no. as it's
2: not edited, to what they want you to see. As
0: if it's live, it's not edited. You know. If it's live, it's not yeah. edited. Right. But so, also
1: cameras that the cops wear.
0: I, I love, I love accountability. Yeah, we I love all of that stuff. But at the same time, you know, when when military folks came back from Vietnam and, and they were at hotels, people were spitting on them and all the stuff they were doing to military folks. You have no Sad. idea what these guys went through. Yeah. You think these guys woke up in the morning saying, I want to go to war? No, these guys just serving their military trying to bring f- freedom to you, but everybody jumped to conclusion because military, you know, the media would say these military guys are warmongers, all this other stuff. We also don't know what good cops go through throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for every one bad story you tell here about what a cop did, n- then, when's the last time you watched CNN or MSNBC or ABC or any of the, when is actually the last time mm-hmm. you saw them? Share stories of what cops do right. When's the last time?
1: Yeah, I, I will say that you do, I don't see, see stories. you do see some stories. I'm not saying it's- Tell pers, me one. But it's not saying it's CNN or NBC. Tell me one. I'm going to tell you some stories. On you CNN do, and NBC. Okay. That's you specifically see, who I'm asking for, you though. See, you do see stories of during the protest. This is when, after George Floyd. That, I'll give you a story in Fort Lauderdale. There was an argument over a cop. He pushed some guy. On what social. Happened. You. You, again, Unsocial. I don't know where this was exactly, but you do see yes. cops coming up, Unsocial hugging. social
0: because of Steve Jobs. Okay. Unsocial. There's a big difference. But you,
1: you, you do see stories of, of cops course hugging course, I shared people. a
0: video with a guy on yes. my Instagram profile. This guy's like, what are you doing? Why are you coming out here? You did that. I did that. I'm 28. You're 41. What are you doing? Now my five-year-old son's going to do this one day. Why are we doing this to ourselves? And I, the guy's crying saying this yeah. to a group of people. I share
1: this. Media's not going to share that kind of stuff. Do you ever watch... Uh, not CNN, but CNN headline news with Robin Mead. Do you know who that is? Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's two CNNs. There's CNN, the main channel. And then kind of like oh we Just the
0: fact that no one knows who Robin... Robin Mead the, the is... Way, the she's way you huge. said... I'm not saying she's huge or she's, she's not huge. What she said, uh-uh. Kai, pull up Robin Mead. If I say right now, do you know who Rachel Maddow is, what would you say? I do. Do you know who Anderson Cooper is? Yes. Of course. Do you know who Morning Robin Joe is? Robin Mead is yes. a
1: very famous person. Do, do I guarantee know, you this. Do you know... She says, good morning, sunshine, every morning. She's famous. She's beautiful. She has her own show on CNN, headline news. All she does is give good news of the day. And all I'm saying is... There are good news stories out there. You so do you
0: yeah. tell me that people, the main anchors on CNN and MSNBC are reporting good things cops I'm are doing? I'm saying this lady right yeah, here. Yeah, you have one example. Unfortunately, I'm, she's not the main face. I'm of am wondering
2: if I'm mean, you know I'm wondering if the media isn't what we need to define. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm wondering I totally if they don't need to well, like the for So sure. I have a I have a good friend named Maj who runs a uh, an organization called Black Guns Matter and uh his kind of you I've know his shtick is you know media is the most effective devil in america ah uh, i got you Aha. you see so it's uh, you know and, and to your point you know about uh, you know about that is you know that, that that's a huge part of what's you know galvanizing you know these riots and i always tell my students if you see a video on social media, don't comment on it. Wait four days. Wait three news cycles. Yeah. Something else is going to come out that's going to that could potentially make you think differently.
0: That's that's a basic thing that I don't think we're doing enough of, uh, where we're not waiting to see what is really taking place. We're just jumping to conclusion and just kind of going out there. And these influencers are doing more of it, and they don't realize that their fans are young kids. Fans of sports are how old? They're not older people. Right. Young Fans of you know athletes are younger people. Like, mm-hmm. one day I want to be like this guy. One day I want to be like that guy. You're not uniting America. You're dividing America. And it's, and it's disappointing to see that. Yeah,
2: They're going to do what you do because they equate what you're doing with success. They're
0: actually not going to do what you do because what you do, the athlete is going to go to their $7 million home. What the other person is doing is going to their one-bedroom apartment living with four people, and they're going to go do what you're not willing to do, meaning... The athlete is going to tell them to go out there and protest, but the athlete's not going out there protesting. Well, the athlete's pu- putting the responsibility on the 18-year-old kid, not thinking that's someone's child. And they don't think about the severity of what could happen to someone's kid. This kid grew up in a family. Uh, I, I was living with my mother. My mom was a single uh, uh, mother raising us, and I saw my dad twice a month. I didn't have a day-to-day father figure. My mom couldn't control me. At 14 years old, my mom hit me one time, and I was looking. I said, Mom, what are you doing? She hit me one time. And she held her arm. I said, you got to stop hitting, man. I, you realize it doesn't hurt anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to stop. And that was the last time she hit me. I was six one at 14 years old. She what are you going to tell me to do? I'm like, dude, just stop. So from that moment, you couldn't control this kid. What if one of my people I looked up to, a Jordan, said, you better go out there and do this. This is not fair. I probably would have been capable of doing something stupid. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't been able to do what I've done with my life now. You know, you look at a story, you think, oh, my gosh, this person was destined. Bullshit. Bullshit. Sometimes somebody else could have influenced that person to ruin their lives. These athletes and Hollywood celebrities. I I love sports more than words can describe. I'm a stat guy. I love baseball. I love football. I love basketball. I love anything to do with competition. But they got to stop dividing. They're not doing a. uh, That was a really powerful
2: point, and I don't think I've ever thought of it that way. Yeah,
1: I don't. Let me say one thing to build upon your story about who you were hanging out with in LA and when you got arrested and this is something that I gravitate to. And I tell people all the time, your network is your net worth, right? Show me the five people you're hanging out with the most. I'll show you your future. And you had to make a realization that whoever you were hanging out with when you were 14, you were 16, were probably not the people you were going to, they're going to get you to the next level. Would you agree?
0: A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah.
1: So your network at that time was not the equivalent of where your net worth could have been, but if I we t- went down the wrong. Path. I
0: agree with you, and I tell you, there was a, there was a bit of luck. It's very easy for us to kind of tooth our horn and say, "Oh, let me tell you, it's because of this." Mm-hmm. No, like I got kids now, man. I'm not like what she said. I totally agree with her. Today's my son's birthday. It's Dylan's birthday. Dylan's
2: no, birthday. birthday. By the way, have you, you never met Dylan? Oh, I have not. Total freaking stuff. Let me kid. tell you. I love this that kid. kid. you know, I just wake him up.
0: Happy birthday, Dylan, yeah, man. I mean, what Dylan a is a special guy. Let me give guy. you a dap up, too. All you right, right, know, cool. Dylan, Dylan's an athlete. He's got calves bigger than his daddy's. He's got the perfect <laughs> bubble butt of my, you know, of, uh, <laughs> of Bo Jackson. And he's just, he's just you know, such a, every kid has got a different kind of a soul about themselves. You said, I'm laying this kid down, and I'm playing with his hair, and I'm just looking at him. He's knocked out. And, and I'm just like, listen, you know, God, I, I so desperately need you to watch over my kids because I'm not around all the time. Mm-hmm. There's only so much I can do as their dad. I'd love to mm-hmm. protect them 24-7. I can't do it. You need someone to watch over them. We have to understand that every... But Brianna is someone's daughter, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is someone's daughter. This, this is someone's family. This is someone's blood. You know, blood is painful when something happens to them. And there comes a time that you either have to count on the man upstairs to protect your kids. You have to count on the values and principles you pass to the kids. Or you have to count on the fact that the people they look up to mm-hmm. set a good example that they're worth modeling. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to be relying on that. Anyways, let's shift. <laughs> well, let's and shift. if you're
2: a God-fearing person, you need to understand the Christian principles of self-defense. But that might be for another podcast. I'm writing a book okay. about it, though. All right. <laughs> uh,
1: wow. There you go. Do you have a title
2: of the book yet? The Christian principles of self-defense. <laughs> wow, there
1: we go. Anyway, shout out to Dylan Bet David turning yeah. seven, six. Dylan,
0: you're, Dylan is seven today, man. He's seven, seven today. Kid, this kid. Comment
1: happy birthday to Dylan Bet David, <laughs> the son of a dilly kid. Dilly boy, dilly boy, thank you, our friends. Like and give a thumbs up to our audience. We just cracked 2.2. I love it you on Dylan's awesome. birthday. He's the just best. I so let's hi. talk.
0: About, let's talk about something a little more, uh, you know, calm and uh, and a little bit more light. Mike Tyson's gonna vote. Who's he gonna vote for? Is he gonna vote? Is he gonna vote? vote for Joe Jorgensen? Is that is that who he's gonna vote <laughs> oh,
1: for? Oh, he's gonna vote for someone named Joe.
0: <laughs> you think so? Yeah. so I tell th-
1: you, I used to hang out with uh, Donald Trump back in the day. We used to go and pick up ladies, and uh, you know he never treated me fairly. So uh, I'm going with Joe Biden.
0: You, you think that's gonna? No, that's I can see him. Vo- I can see him voting for Trump. Tell me why.
1: I mean, Mike Dyson's been punched in the face a couple maybe two times. I don't know where his mind's at right now, so he's going to go a little crazy. Who knows? Let's get our audience crazy. Over <laughs> Who do you think he's voting for?
2: I think he's going to write in uh, the tiger on the ballot. You think so? Yeah, I think he's going to vote for the tiger. Wow. <laughs> from hangover? Yeah. I like that. I think he's going to bring in a whole new candidate. By, By the way,
1: too. I love the way that Mike Tyson has reinvented himself. Yeah. He could have gone the way of the typical washed up, just like angry beat up you know boxer yeah but he's you know become more lighthearted, he, he, playful he has a pretty
2: incredible sense of humor about yeah. himself yeah right now, you know
0: within a split second he can harm anybody in a room i mean there's only a couple people in the yeah. world that can probably take this guy okay yeah. you know if he really wanted to in a room he can do whatever he wants to do yeah. but you know, he's trying to be a good dad. He makes an effort. He called that Mayweather. He says, you think you're tough. He says, tell me if you walk your kid, take your kids to school. Tell me what you're doing because this is what I do. Wow. Tyson's got his own identity right now, and I like it. And I think knowing who he is, the underdog guy, I think he's probably going to lean leaning towards voting for Trump.
1: Well, I just and think, if,
2: yeah. and if, nobody, if nobody that doesn't like you can beat you up. Yeah. then you kind of have the f- freedom to have whatever kind of sense of humor but you want. But he is want, fighting you know?
1: again against one of the, gr- n- one of the greatest boxers, Roy greatest boxers. I was on a Roy fight with a few weeks ago, yeah. Okay. Did you see Kai, his like, can we Google video? when that yeah. fight is? He's ridiculous. Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. By he- the way, audience, who you got in this fight? Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson, obviously one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Roy Jones Jr., one of the greatest middleweights I'll of all prediction. time. I'll make Who prediction
0: you got, PPD? Here's my prediction. In, if it ends in the first two rounds, it's Tyson. If it yeah. goes past two rounds, it's Roy Jones. Just stamina. Simple.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Speed, versus, I don't know. Speed versus. I don't know. I saw. I I watched his training videos. Yeah. I'm telling you, Tyson's man. He I,
0: looks good. He looks good. There's no. The when is that fight? No question Kai. about it. He
1: looks two really legends good. are scared to square off an exhibition over overcap over Thanksgiving weekend.
2: Wow. Are we going? Where's it going to be? At? I don't know. Are we going to check it like, out? I think we should where, go. Where's it going
0: to
1: be? We at? got Mike. Let's
0: we got, Mike. Let's we find got out. Mike. By the way, it, uh, they're, apparently they're going to be fighting with social distancing. So it's going to be six, <laughs> <laughs> six feet apart. My mask on. It's, That's uh, fun? it's, no. uh, no.
1: well, you got UFC people fighting these days. So I think these guys are going to uh, do we'll it. We'll see what's going to happen with that. So who are you going with?
0: I'm, I'm telling you. I'm Make a with, prediction I, though. Right now. can't just say,
1: well, I think this,
0: I think Tyson's going to take it in the first two rounds.
1: You think it's just to knock him out? Yeah.
0: I think he's going to go in for the Correct. kill. You got to realize weight difference. right? I mean, yeah. he's heavyweight that's I picked Mike Mike Tyson in the first two rounds.
1: I got Roy Jones Jr. We're going to have a in bet? In what round? I just so, I think he's going to win. Okay, but, okay, so he says
2: I get, He says fans won't be allowed in California. Is there really a market for Dude, bring it to Texas.
1: Yes, there is a market so, for Texas pay-per-view people, Tyson well, Roy Jones Jr. So
0: you got Tyson. Oh
2: yeah. You got
0: Tyson. You got you got Roy Jones. I
2: got Roy Jones
1: Jr.
0: Can you predict the round?
1: I think it's going to, I think, ty- like you said, I think Tyson's going to get tired after yeah. three, four I, rounds. If, and then I, Roy gonna Jones say, Jr. I'm going to say Tyson. There's also cool. an age difference. Yeah. I feel like Roy Jones Jr. is a few years younger. Kyle, you want to give me an answer on that?
0: It's, But not by far, though. It's, it's by five, years. six years. Five, six
1: years is a big yeah. deal. When you're know. fighting when you're 50. I don't know.
0: Yeah, when but you Tyson's, get past Tyson's, hu-
2: Tyson's hungry. He's hungry Roy Roy for Jones one, Jr., 51. another wave of fame, I think. And he's, and he doesn't, he's not Mike a loser. Tyson,
0: uh, t- press it. There you go. 55. Roy is Jones is 51. He's, yeah, Roy Jones is 51. Tyson is 54. So three 54. years 54. Three years apart. Yeah. Guys, not we a...
1: forget how good Roy Jones Jr. There was a time that he was the best fighter on no the planet. No question about he it. He was better than Floyd no it. at his it. prime.
0: No question about it. Let's talk a business story. Let's talk a business story. I'm trying to see which business story I want to get into here.
1: We've been talking the gun business. Oh, so now we've, we've been talking a business.
0: lot of gun business. Let's pick a business. Jared, you're having
1: fun. Oh, uh, man, yeah.
0: How okay. about Tesla coming yeah. out with their $25,000 car? So Tesla just announced Elon Musk says Tesla will offer an affordable driveless car within three years for $25,000. Announced during battery, K, uh, battery car meeting, 520 mile range on the car. The new battery uses large cells with a simplified design and lower cost materials that can be manufactured faster and 56% cheaper than the current technology. What do you think about this Elon Musk new car? Uh, $25,000 driveless car
1: within three years. Is yeah. he going to deliver within three years? No. I, okay, go ahead. Ladies first, go ahead.
2: No, I don't You're think just so.
1: saying no. He's not doing it.
2: No, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, he's, you know, I mean, I, I'm an Elon fan. I mm-hmm. mean, I think Friend the of the
1: show. We, we talk to yeah. Elon all the time. He's, we talk about him every episode.
2: I think the guy's brilliant, but I mean, you know, if he keeps smoking weed with Joe Rogan- he might not get this done on time.
1: I think it'll that'll inspire him to get it done <laughs> way sooner.
0: So <laughs> kidding me? He so knows he's, what he's So doing. then he's got to be back, and yeah. they got to smoke. Well, uh, I
1: think. Um, say it again, Pat.
0: They got to go back for part two.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think. Look, what's happening in California these days? What do we talk about with Governor Newsom? That he has basically he, he delivered an executive order banning all new car sales uh, that are gas-powered by 2035. So in the next 15 years no more new car sales in california will have will run on gasoline that's even more wishful thinking okay all right i'm not saying that's going to happen or it's not going to happen but that's the executive order that gavin newsom uh passed down so what does that you know just go down as an
2: executive order
1: executive order it's happening california kooky place kooky place uh we just came back from california It's kooky place so what do you think about
0: it you're going to say anything um, about it i mean look what are we say? Governor saying? Newsom. So who does that help uh, what, with what, what he's trying what is to do? What
1: is the average cost of a Tesla right now? 70, 80, 90 grand? How I don't think a it's Tesla? like
0: 50 to 60K. No, more than that. It's 50 to 60K. Is it? Say it's 60K.
1: Okay. So all yeah. he has to do is make more and make them cheaper, right? I mean, he, it's,
0: he's, I mean he's working on a supercar right now that's going to go 0 to 60 in less than uh, two seconds. I mean, less than two seconds, and it's going to go 200 plus miles an hour. But that's a complete different story on what he's building. But who does this favor? What Governor Newsom is doing?
1: It favors the the electronic car. I actually agree
0: with you. Kai, you were saying something. Uh, No, the way I mean, the way he's going at it is he's just making cheaper batteries. He's going back to the to the the natural materials and looking, Okay, this is what's expensive. This is why uh, electric cars are more expensive. And then they're trying to find new ways to create new batteries that are cheaper. That takes down the price. And I think with innovation. And especially now with Gavin Newsom's order and where you're having other companies also kind of lining up that that is the way it's going. And if we look at the innovation of computers and how it's grown over time, I mean, I think there's no doubt that eventually we'll get to that point with cars, too. There we go. That's
1: Kai, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not forget there's the competitor to Tesla that we don't hear that much about this Nikola, which is Tesla's first name, uh, ironically. Yeah, this Nikola. And they partnered up with uh, was it GM, Kai. Yes, they partnered with GM. And they're going to be making their own. So I think the E, the electronic car, the Tesla's, the Nicolas, that's the wave of the future, whether it happens in the next three years, five years, 10 years, we're on that, we're on that path.
2: I have so many questions. I mean, how long do these batteries last? You know, how do you dispose of them? When do they need to be replaced? Because we went through a very similar situation with plastics. And if you've watched the documentary on plastics, you know plastics was the wave of the future. It was supposed to, you know, say, you know, save us and be reusable and all this stuff. And now we have tons and tons of trash that's not biodegradable. You know, I, I have questions about this. I want to know about, you know, the the impact to, you know, the environment in the future. And I don't think that he, that's been addressed. You know, and I want to also know like, how can a how can a government how can a governor put down an executive order like that? I mean, it it could potentially just be overturned when the next governor is elected
1: touche
0: we'll see we'll see what's going to happen i mean i can tell you uh if newsom came up with that by 2035 if there was a way for him to try to save Mm -hmm. elon from leaving california that may have not been a bad strategy by the way if it was a way for him to get elon musk to say okay you're making this a law i'll stay over here but again Tesla is a international product. I don't think he's going to sit there and just uh, the laws of California is going to save him. Do you him. think
1: that, that this is something that he could do to uh, sway Elon to stay in
0: California? I, I just don't see Elon's personality as a guy that belongs in California. I see Elon as a Texas guy. I see Elon as a Florida guy. I see Elon yeah. as a Tennessee guy. Hmm. Uh, I don't see Elon he's as a Texas guy. He's very independent. As a California you know, guy. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah, he's very independent. He's got his own way. And he's Gavin been Newsom. blue pill
2: and red pill in you know, California he, he goes, for a long time. Yes,
0: he has been.
1: He has yeah. been I Gavin would put, Newsom. Uh, what about him? He was the U-Haul salesperson of the of the month, wasn't he? he Not was recently, yeah, he so he's through. doing great. Yeah, yeah he very was. impressive. He's doing yeah, great. He That's Pat. Pat gave him that. By
0: award. the way, Mayor Garcetti just announced two dozen cities are announcing their own UBI five hundred dollars a month they want to pay to the low income families in L.A. Los Angeles, the ca- country's second largest city, Mayor Garcetti has pledged to launch a program that includes a mix of public and private money. He hinted the program could also help immigrants living in the country illegally, who have been written out of federal legislation. In Los Angeles, the county said... Okay, but so you wrote the same thing twice and copy-paste. Okay, got that. So, <laughs> so you got $500, $500 a month, $500 a month, that he wants to pay out as his own form of UBI. Two dozen cities are agreeing to this. Who does this help? Who does this hurt? Who should care? Who shouldn't care? <clears throat> the
2: taxpayers should definitely care um and i think we didn't we just do this experiment with uh with unemployment during covid and stimulus checks didn't we just do this experiment and and how many people didn't want to go back to Mm -hmm. work because they made too much money on unemployment two-thirds of
1: people were getting paid more to sit at home than they were when working
2: i mean it's you know and and, and then it's it's companies i think maybe a lot like yours that suffer people don't want to come back to work You know and it's you know you're going to go where the money is Uh, to me that seems very counterproductive and what was what was what is stimulating this decision like what is what you know who is he we we already have a myriad of programs uh to help low-income people i don't understand why we why we need to continue to add on top of that and i'm not saying that you know I'm not saying that, you know, poor people are lazy. That's not where I'm getting from. and That's not where I'm getting at. You know, circumstances happen. I'm just wondering why these current programs that we have don't seem to be uh, filling the void.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm not—so how many other cities other than L.A. have— Twenty-five cities.
0: Patterson, New Jersey, has also pledged to follow a similar program. Uh, you're talking about Oakland, uh, uh, Mount Vernon, some places in New York, Tacoma, Washington, Patterson, Jersey, Long Beach, some other areas—
1: Okay. Let's, let's play a little game real quick on where we are on UBI, right? yeah. universal basic income. Yeah. I'm like 70, 30, meaning uh-huh. I'm 70% no 30%. Okay. Let me, I see some benefits with this. All right, let's list the pros and cons and I'd love to get your responses. So what are the cons, right? The cons are obviously it encourages laziness it encourages people not to go back to work. Uh, disincentivizes work. Um, illegals, Maybe potential uh, criminals, just straight up losers, would be getting money to sit at home. Um, And obviously taxpayers, socialism, big government. So there's a lot of bad on UBI. What's the good? What's the good? So obviously people can avoid slipping into poverty, homelessness. Some people could potentially have that money to pay their bills, maybe take more risks, start more businesses. That's an opportunity right there. Um, And then obviously the big thing that Andrew Yang talks about is automation and robots are gonna be coming for your jobs in the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. So there's pros and cons to this. So I'm 70, 30 um, against UBI, but I'm not 100% against UBI. What say you?
2: To me, a UBI screams, uh, I can't compete in the world. It's, you know, It screams, it's not encouraging people to go into the trades which is so necessary right now okay Trade so schools. yeah so we're for sure we're, we're we're doing this this whole you know i think when when i was in high school and you know during my college years it was like you got to go to college or you're a loser okay right. and then the trades suffered for it right so you know um you know welders and gunsmithing and you know finding a good mechanic god help us can we find a good mechanic you know what i mean and so th- all that stuff suffered and now the trades are making a comeback.
1: Totally agree. And
2: I think that um you know if we if we say you know we're going to give out this universal basic income it's really just proving that all of your programs that you've done before before this mm-hmm. have failed. Because they're out there, okay? And you can and you can Take advantage of them. So why do we need this additional one? We're disincentivizing people to either start businesses. You know, there's microloan programs and loan programs for people who want to start businesses, um, and and then you know we don't we don't we're not encouraging anybody to think for themselves, do for themselves, or. Go into the much-needed trades. I'm in. I'm in the trades. I'm in gunsmithing school where, right now. Where where
1: are you on the on the? Are you 100 percent? 80? 90? 50/50? Like where are you on the? I'm
2: zero percent because 0%. we already have we okay. already have programs in place. Are you
1: also zero percent? Oh, Pat? let me what tell you tell what I love about.
0: This. I love that I love that Garcetti announces $500 to LA. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how much I love it. Tell, ask me why I love it. Pat, Pat, let Pat. Let me tell, tell you why I, no, why I want to ask him. It. No, I want to ask him. Go Pat, ahead, go
2: ahead. Pat. Why do you love it? Let me
0: tell you why <laughs> I love it, Jay. I'm going to tell you why I love it, Jay. Tell and it's going to be a different perspective. But I love this stupidity of what L.A. is about to do. Do it. Go for it. Give people free money. Here's what it's going to do. Look, you know, what I'm all about is the following, okay? If, if, He's if, taking off his if, if you If you, th- they say a very simple line says, if you don't take care of your people, somebody else will. Right? It's that simple. Now, you know, you're going to lose certain people culturally. They fit in a different culture, et cetera, et cetera. But if you don't take care of your people, somebody else will. If you don't take care of your woman, somebody else will. If you don't take care of your man, someone else will. There's always going to be somebody else that's willing to take care of what you currently have. It's that simple, right? Okay. You know, L.A. has a choice to offer this UBI program to the people that they want. Who is it going to attract? So imagine if you are in a different county. And your county doesn't give you $500, Hmm. okay? Say I am the mayor of a complete different city. I'm a mayor of a complete different county, different city that I'm running it. And L.A. announces they're giving $500. Guess who's leaving my city? I'm in love. I'm like, Mayor Garcetti, thank you. Thank you. Because everybody that wants free money and are moving to your county. Thank you for cleaning out my county. I'm all with it. Because I'm not going to lose my business owners to your county. Oh, no. I'm going to lose the people that want free money to your county. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Phenomenal job. Thank you so much for doing this. A guy came out a uh, uh, couple of years ago. His, his story went viral. He said, I don't believe I need to make more than $70,000 a year income. Guy who owns this company. You know what the story is. Oh, yeah, of course. So, 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 so he ends up giving everybody a salary. Those were making 10 bucks an hour. He takes them up to what? 70 and those were, that were making six figures, he takes them down to what? Seventy. He was making a million dollar income. Guess what he does? Takes himself down to 70. Do you kind of get this? So mm-hmm. People making less than 70, they're saying what? <laughs> that's a place to be. Man, I'm loving this kind of a place, right? I want to go work for somebody that's automatically going to give me $70,000 year income. You know how long that beautiful story that was shared by the media lasted? Less than two years. You know why? It's not sustainable it's not sustainable in companies. It's not sustainable in families. It's not sustainable in cities. But I love, if I am a county next to LA, I am saying, please do it. I'm begging you, do it. Let's clean the house of my street. I will give you all the people that are low income, let them come to your city. It's up to you. You know, You know how this whole thing conversation goes about taxes we're sitting at rafi's place we're having a friendly best restaurant Uh, real quick
1: pull up dan price gravity that's the guy
0: okay 70 so 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 we're sitting at rafi's place and and at rafi's place the conversation comes up about taxes and our good friend steve uh (laughs) uh, 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 there you go Uh, dan price is an american entrepreneur he's a ceo of an online credit processing company Gravity Payments, which he started a while a student in Seattle, Pacific University. He gained recognition when he, after he raised his company's minimum wage to seventy thousand dollars, and he slashed his wage to one point one million dollars. You got to read the whole story. Minimum wage seventy k. I don't 70. think he lowered. Uh, minimum wage seventy k. Minimum wage seventy k. Which anyway catastrophic when you do something like that. Mm-hmm. Catastrophic when you do something
1: like that. Let's talk more about Rafi's place and your friend Steve. So they guys sit, debate over s- taxes. We like sit crazy. Down and we start talking about taxes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out and, to Steve and, if he's listening.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's Steve. I'm not gonna say who said what, but one of the guys, if he wants to come and defend it here, it's a whole different conversation. One of the guy says, "I think we need to raise the taxes on rich people." Mm-hmm. I, I said, "Oh, really?" He said, "Yes." I said, "What's well, considered rich?" He says, "You know, these people that make a hundred million dollars a year." I said, "I said, wait, 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 wait. Who's rich? The people that make a hundred million dollars?" I said, "I want you to look at that Indian couple right behind us. Remember that Indian yeah, couple sitting right behind?" us? I said, "What do you think they're looking couple?" I said, what do you think they make? <laughs> and he says, I don't know. I said, what do you think the average person here makes? I said, I said what did you make last year? Watch out, your print's about to drop. Oh, oh, I said, oh. what would you make last year? He gives a number. And I said, how many people in this room made your kind of money? I said, if yeah. I told everybody in this room right now that you made that kind of money, what would they consider you? Ransack rich? You. I said, they think you need, you need to be taxed a lot. So who are you to determine who needs to be taxed? I think there's got to be a tax for talented people that don't use their talents. For me, it's the other way around. I'm being dead serious with you. Right. If you're talented and you are not using your talent and you're sitting around, I think we need to tax you the highest, Wow. not the other way around. Because if a person is busting their butt, going out there, creating jobs, using their talents to create an economy for other people, mm-hmm. that person needs to pay less taxes. If the person that's not using their ta- ta- talents, that person needs to be taxed more. I mean, isn't there a story about it with the guy you know, with five talents? Three talents, one talent, all this other stuff. You gotta put your talents to use. I think too many times we you know, we, we like to demonize these guys that are going out and creating economy and jobs and, and not the other way around. The people that don't wanna use their talents. I know how many people you know, Adam, how many people you know that are more talented than you that are broke?
1: Oh, there's a lot. There's Why?
0: Why are they broke and they're so talented?
1: I don't know. What's it? Just, They just—they can't get it together. I'll give you my favorite quote, literally of all time. Let's hear it. So, have you ever seen the movie The Bronx Tale? Of course. Okay, Chazz Mickey Mantle. Yes. Yeah, Mickey Mantle. Robert De Niro. Yes. Okay, Mickey Mantle. Uh, Robert De Niro is a bus Mickey driver. When's the last
0: time Mickey Mantle paid your bills? Exactly. Yeah.
1: The my favorite quote, literally of all time. Um, he says, "The saddest thing in life is wasted talent." I remember I wrote that quote down because there was a time talent. in my life where I remember saying, I'm so talented. It is, talent. I can do whatever I want to do. I can literally become who I want to become. Yeah. But I'm wasting my time just doing nonsense, partying in South Beach. And I said, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. I heard that. I wrote that down. Yeah. I wrote that down, and I read that every—I It's. I still have a plaque yeah. in my room with that saying. So I,
0: I agree. You know what I would do? Yeah. If I was a governor of a small state, yeah. just to do a project, eight years, if I'm a governor of a small state, I'd flip taxes— I'd flip it. I'd make it progressive. Wow. But the other way around.
1: The less you make, the more you get taxed. The tax. less you
0: make, the more you pay wow. taxes. Wow, mind mo- blown. The less you make, the more taxes you pay. The more you make, the less taxes wow. you Wow,
1: that's going to get people. I, that's capitalism. People are going to be hustling. But guess their what ass that off. does? Yeah. Guess what
0: that does? You yeah. know what it does? It's going to motivate the, people. The people on the bottom are going to say, screw this guy. Yeah. I don't like this guy. No problem. Go to L.A. I think it's just going to move. Garcetti would love you. <laughs> but the other people are going like, shoot, let
1: me th- step my game. I come up. to your state. Yeah.
0: You come to my state, you, the, more, the more jobs you create, the mm-hmm. less tax I'm, listen, wow. compensation structures are tax companies. If you think about our tax plan is a comp plan. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. At a sales company, their comp plan is a tax plan. And I don't know a single company that grows in sales where they charge the people that make more money and they pay them less commission. Let me get this straight. So if I come to a company and I'm doing sales, and the more value and revenues I bring to the money, don't I make more commission instead of less commission? What sales organization that grows says, the more money you make, we pay you less commission? (laughs) Have you ever heard of an organization? But taxes do, and all of these Americans have bought into this progressive tax system for what? Wow. Who said this? Because somebody said the more money you make, the more money you should pay? No, it should be the other way around. I say if you are able to create 50 jobs, if I'm running a city, and I tell you, you create 50 jobs, an average salary of $50,000 of your income, okay? Does that help my city out?
1: Yeah, Of course. Does it help your city out? Yeah.
0: You create – how hard is it to create 50 jobs for a city? Not – Well, wait not, a minute. Not easy. If it's easy – not easy. Not easy. It's very hard. Yes. I don't want you to pay taxes. You'll have the lowest level of taxes you pay. You create 50 jobs in my city? Are you kidding me? You're a hero. No, it's the other way around. You created 50 jobs, and you're making money off of these people, and you made $2.2 $2 million last year? Shame on you, you rich man. Damn. What do you mean shame on you? It's the other way around. You you are, you are, have this degree. You are so smart. You are so well-read. You know about philosophy. You've read all the books in the world, and you are unemployed for nine straight months, and you're blaming... Society for it? No, you're going to be taxed at the highest level. Wow.
1: You don't like the city, go to a different city. Taxing now, wasted talent. I've never heard that in my me, life. Let me that put is it, some intense stuff. But let me
0: Pat. put it to you this way. You know what are the chances of somebody getting elected on that
1: campaign? Never. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, you but, ain't going to get elected on something like but this. But do you know how on point that message
2: is? Yeah. My mind is so blown yes. right now.
1: Freaking Boom.
2: My mind is blown. Guys,
1: give a thumbs up if you like Pat's point Man. on that. That was some It'll never happen, folks. Stuff. I just want you to know this. Give not, a thumbs up. Not in
0: a time where all these rich people are demonized and- Everybody else who's unemployed, not getting a job, is a hero of America today. I, I can't understand that now, part. Now, what's
2: the what's the percentage? I heard this one time, but I can't remember it. Like, how uh, how much of like basically the total tax burden does the like top one percent carry? Don't they pay like almost half of a- the actual nation's taxes?
0: Yes, most of it. They, of course they yeah. do. Of course they do. Uh, uh, um, okay, pull that up. but, but look, here's, 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 here's what I'm all about, man. This is what I'm all about for me. You know, when I see somebody like when you and I spoke perfect example, this is my wiring. I can't help myself. I'm wired like this. When you and I spoke the first time, how, how, how many years ago was this? Eight years ago, nine years ago,
1: 2012.
0: So I see Adam. Okay. And if, if you ever go into, you should go to an event with Adam. Okay. When you go to the internet with Adam, if you go to the acting school, you know, with Adam, within five minutes, Adam knows everybody. I was like, hey, what's up? I don't know Adam, but Adam approached me. I didn't approach Adam. I'm at the gym doing my regular back workout I'm doing. Adam starts coming. What's this? What's up, man? Your muscles. What do you do? Tell me. So, what? And then every time Adam's talking, everywhere I go, Ad, everybody knows Adam. I'm like, how the hell does everybody know Adam? How long you been in the insurance? Everyone. So I'm like, dude, listen. I pulled him aside one day. I said, you are so flipping talented. You need to be on TV. You need to be on camera. You're a camera guy. He says, "What do you mean?" I said, "You don't need to write. You don't need to start a podcast. You're handsome, you're good-looking, you got a good voice, you got a good sense of humor. You need to be on TV." He starts doing videos, okay? This is a talented guy. I mean, he's got a big upside. I'm like, "This guy's got to do something with this talent." Now him, Adam, is a cash millionaire now. You weren't 10 years ago. No. You're now a cash millionaire. Right. You're a saver. You're very responsible. Saver and you investment. take care of two cats you got. little right. weird, but <laughs> it is what it is. Okay? So now watch it's this. Gift. I watched Jarrah. Yeah. When I left watching Jarrah, I couldn't help myself. I'm like, this is talented. a talented yeah, human course. being. Oh, my gosh. Her storytelling, her sense of humor. I could not believe. I'm sitting there. I would have normally checked my phone a hundred times, listened to a class. I didn't even check my phone for four hours. I'm just glued That's the impossible. When, she's, when she's telling her story. I walked out and I said, dude, we got to get her on the podcast. Now, here's the thing with Jara. is not an online personality. Jara's not an influencer, meaning she's not like she has her own YouTube channel. She has her own podcast. After this, I would love to see Jara be all over the place because I think Jara's a talented person. Everything I see, I see, when I saw Sam the first time he took care of me, three years ago, 20, I don't know what the time was. Okay, two and a half years ago, wherever it was. I'm like, I feel safer on Sam. Sam makes you feel safe. And then I saw how Sam took charge of everything. Sam wasn't working for me two and a half years. is there anything I can get you? Uh, Are you okay? Are these people bothering you? Do I need you to do I'm like, dude, I don't pay you. Why are you doing this? Then I told him what I said. I said, listen, if you ever want to run, you got a job with me. You tell me when you want to do it. And then he came. He contacted. We figured something out. He came out here to Dallas. But I saw the talent of him leading people. First time I sat down with Kai. You know, yesterday you did the interview with, uh, what's the guy's name you interviewed yesterday? The, the, Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis. What an which, amazing guy. Uh, which guys, I can't if you don't wait, know who Daryl Davis is. I'm supposed Google to him. do the interview yeah. and last minute, the only person I've ever given an interview for my career is who? To you. Wow. I said, Adam, you're going to do this Thank interview. You. I'm not going to do the interview. It's on you. Mm-hmm. So Adam does the interview yesterday, crushes it. An hour and a half interview ends up being six hours. It's a <laughs> six hour interview. That's I mean, the only problem. Half hours, we seriously. ran out of tape. All yeah. our cameras are done with because we use old school Daryl tape. We use old school tape. All the know who tape this is guy gone. Is? Okay. Do you know this who, who Daryl Davis is? KKK guy that converts people. The black real, guy that converts. Real KKK K-K They guys. made a movie it's about. Amazing story. About but you know I what happened at eleven o'clock? I yeah. get a text at eleven o'clock. You know who it's from? Kai. What does Kai say? Pat, don't worry. He's gonna be ready. We're going home right now. He's prepared for it tomorrow. He's gonna do fine. I didn't tell Kai to do that. Kai chose to do that. See, it's so attractive when people use their talents, it's the most unattractive thing for me. I cannot tell you how unattractive it is Mm -hmm. when somebody doesn't use their talents. It's so unattractive. And we have become the nation that wants to plot victims. We have become the nation that wants to plot everything that happens, I was having anxiety, I have a mental issue, I'm in depression. First of all, half the time we're depressed and we have mental issues. Life is freaking complicated. Marriage is annoying half the time. Raising kids, how many people want their kids shitting on them all the time? How many more diapers do you want me to change? How many times does a kid have to pee on me, changing the diapers, I'm checking the phone. All of a sudden, I'm sensing my cheek getting wet and warm. I don't have a clue why this is happening. My son is peeing on me.
1: <laughs> what a wonderful life
0: that's parenting. Okay, you got pee over here. I'm like, oh my gosh. Pee, and he's smiling at you, peeing on you. You know, what do you do to this kid? Six, Happy seven, birthday, Dylan. Hey, man, phenomenal job, buddy. You know, <laughs> life is complicated, man. Life is weird. But you got to use your talents. So all this stuff about giving money away. You know, what an, you know how I perceive when somebody wants to give you free money? Let me tell you how I look at free money. It's hmm. so weird how I look at free money. I have such a hard time taking money from people. When somebody gives you free money, to me, it's like you think I can't do something. It's, it's a way of thinking Almost like... It's insulting. It's insulting. <laughs> really? It's insulting if somebody says, here, no, man, I got it. A little bit, I get it, a little bit. Maybe a week, maybe two weeks, but I got it. I don't want to sit there and rely on somebody for... it. It's like a
2: hand up instead of a, I, I'm, a so, hand out situation. So, so
0: for me, man, it, listen, if, if it's not going to happen, I have, I have no desire of politics. Uh, uh, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I just know it's not going to be something I'm going to be entertaining. But if I ever ran a state... Mm-hmm. Or if I ever ran a country, uh, you wouldn't like my tax system. If you did love my tax system, it's because of your improvement. If you didn't, I would send you to Mayor Garcetti's city or county or state that he's governing. But you wouldn't like the state I'd be running because I would want people that are using their talents. And that's not a popular message today.
1: No. I've heard Pat say a lot of powerful things. That might have taken the cake right there. Other than that synergy uh, rant you went on that blew my mind. um, when our, on the earlier podcast, that was probably one of my favorite. I don't know that I said.
2: have any mind left uh, at <laughs> mind this point. Blown. I mean, it's what, not, you know, it's almost Jarrah. 10 o'clock. I, I have to say that this, this whole thing has me, you know, thinking like the way that, that you guys think and the way that you interact with each other and the things that you said really kind of it, have got me just, you know, my wheels are turning up here because I, I, don't, I don't do things like this. You know what I mean? You know, people will have me on their podcast and they'll go, uh, you know, like, well, tell me about how you train women and how they learn versus how men learn. But it's never been a conversation like this. But I'll tell you what 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 has happened is, you know, I I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to you know, I don't want to sit on a on a podcast that has two million followers. You know, I never I didn't get into this because I wanted to be the face of something. Right. But when enough people Tell you if not you, then who? Like who else is going to talk about this? And it's not that I'm the only one. I mean, you know, Amy Robbins is doing a great job. Antonia Okafor is doing a great job. There's a lot of women that are out there really speaking about 2A, but we need more. Like we need more women because we're the we're the ones that need it the most. I think probably out of almost anybody. Agreed. You know what I mean? And 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 that's arguable. Okay, but you know we are we are the weaker sex. Um, You know the human traffickers aren't snatching the babies up from their daddies. They're looking for the distracted mom that they're banking on is, you know, unprepared, unaware, and unarmed, okay? And then human trafficking is a huge problem that we have right now, and I think that's a whole podcast episode in and of itself. But the, the point is that I didn't want to be here. I didn't consider this a talent. I didn't consider this, you know, I didn't I didn't look at my 23-year-old self, you know, when that my 24-year-old self when that happened to me and go, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to start a company. Yep. I'm going to start teaching guns. That's what I'm going to do for a living. I never thought that in a million years, but the more that I started doing it and the more people that were taking my classes, it's not necessarily that I'm just this wonderful, awesome instructor. It's just that I have a perspective and I have a passion for it now. And it's, you know, and that's what you have to do is you have to attach yourself to a purpose and that's, and that's what makes you. So it's, you know, I never wanted to be here, but I mean, I'm honored. To, to be here, and I think that the message needs to get out, and, well, you know, if I'm the one that has to tell you. it.
0: I hope more people contact you. I hope you get more people that are messaging you and getting, getting, wanting to get you to get exposed because, and meaning sharing your story because this message needs to be heard. But let's do this. I want to finish up with the Soros story. Kai, can you pull up the Soros video? I don't know if you guys saw what happened with Soros. It's yes. a little disturbing, okay? It's yes. a little disturbing for me, and if, if you have the video, go click on, uh, do you have it or you don't have it, Kai? I think you do have it somewhere there. Is that fifty? No, not that one, although that's a cool video. I saw that. It was good you added that video, by the way, to it. I saw it last night. Uh, 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 just, Kai, if you can't find it, just go type in. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys saw what happened the other day. Uh, Luis, did you see this? Have, have you guys seen what happened with Soros and Newt Gingrich the other day on
1: Fox? No.
0: You didn't see it? I it, did. Th- do you
1: know who George Soros is? No idea. Okay. So George find Soros right is a now?
0: legendary hockey player who played for the Kings <laughs> as the goalie. Uh, 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 Great uh,
1: defender. Ch-
0: ch- ch- let me see. Move off of it because it's the video that's like minute. Okay, go to minute forty-six. The two hundred seventy-five thousand. Yeah, click on that one. You open it up like that. Interesting. All right. Fast forward a little bit, Kai. Uh, keep going. Droid by this keep violence. going. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep
2: going. For us. I don't think YouTube's looking. Yeah, look, the number one problem in almost all these cities is George Soros elected left wing, anti police, pro criminal district attorneys who refuse to pe- keep people locked up. Uh, just yesterday, they put somebody back on the street who's wanted for two different murders in New York City uh you cannot solve this problem and both harris and biden have talked very proudly Go about what seconds. they call progressive pro-criminal and overwhelmingly elected with george Soros money. Watch this and they're radio. a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street i'm not sure we need to bring you george get Soros the
0: into this i'm not sure we need to bring george Soros. watch <laughs> wow this. i was going to say keep you pay, get
2: the last word speaker pay, uh, he, he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions no, of he dollars didn't. he spent? I, I agree with Melissa. George me Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Who is she? Okay. So it's about All right. We're going to...
0: Okay, pause it.
2: Who is she?
1: First of all, that... that This upset you deeply the other day. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. That's... By the way, this is not this is not about Fox... I've never seen this on CNN or MSNBC. Mm-hmm. This is, this, is, this is very uncomfortable. Saying to, you can't talk
1: about something. Well, well, or
0: someone. Well, or someone. first of all, who, who are you, what was that all about? Mm-hmm. What was that all about? I mean, when, when you see this guy spending the kind of money to help people getting elected in small communities, and, you know, you, you're, you're spending the money. You are doing all this. This is proven. This is the stuff that this guy is doing. It's been proven many times by people. Regarding what Soros has done, what Newt Gingrich all of a sudden you can't say that. Why can't you say that? Why? Can't, to, yesterday I was watching uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Now Jimmy Fallon had somebody on who talked about what happened with Brianna Taylor. Okay, and the last four minutes of that interview, if you watch, with Brianna with the, the, the lady that spoke. Can you type in Jimmy Fallon, and then go uh, today. Saw for today. Go Jimmy Fallon, and uh, on the filters go. To, okay, search then go to just go to his channel, and I'll take you to the video. Go to his channel. Actually, right there. That's the lady right there. Um, yeah, right there. Uh, Joy Reid. Go lower. Two more. One more. Okay, right there. If you watch this, go to Minute 8. Joy Reid is a big NBC. She is a big NBC. NBC. But go to Minute 8. And if you listen Ever to— Ever been surprised. Was in the Freddie Gray case in Baltimore when they were
1: charged. The surprise is when there are charges. And that's only because Maryland will yeah, speak.
0: I, I, I highly recommend people watch this because when I watch the last four minutes of what she says, first of all, she made it seem like all cops are bad cops. She made it seem like we should get rid of all cops. I mean, how was the executive producer not jumping and saying, wait a minute, listen, listen, you were escorted here by cops. We are protected by cops. What, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. It's not all of them. It's a small percentage of them. You don't hear anybody stopping those stuff." You can't say the word Soros. Is Soros advertising a lot of money on Fox? What's Soros doing for Fox's producer to say you can't mention the name? Newt Gingrich, the man who had a 22% lead years ago when he was running for office, he was crushing out on the debates, and then he dropped off because of some stories came out about him. This is the same guy that worked with Clinton in '94 was a man of the year, exe man of the year. He was the one that helped with the economy. Him and uh, Clinton worked together. Here's a guy that knows how to unite and work with an uh, opposing side. He can't say anything? That guy cannot say anything? Executive producer comes and says, you can't say that? It's verbatim? Very uncomfortable when I saw that.
2: Well, and the, and the woman in the previous video who said that George Soros doesn't need to be a part of the conversation was actually former Obama administration State Department staffer Marie Harf. She was? Yeah, the blonde girl
0: blonger was adam do you have anything to say on this or are you yeah, just kind I mean, of flabbergasted the, the, no i mean okay, well, it's good now.
1: Uh, this is actually perfect timing the, the the fact that i did this interview with daryl davis yesterday yeah. again if you guys have not in our audience have not seen anything with daryl davis please google him check out what he has done he's been on rogan he's been on cnn he's got documentaries galore and he basically meets with kkk klansmen and convinces them or sparks something in their mind to get them to leave the clan, okay so one of the uh, I'll give you a few of his perspectives in quotes and he says I may not agree with what you say but I defend your right to say it cool that's the first amendment and for sure we need different perspectives there's nothing that we have this is the first amendment I might not agree with what you're saying but you can say it this is America right and his keys and it's what deal- makes
2: America different than everywhere yeah. else
1: exactly I don't, I don't get that part. so you need to listen to other people and respect other people's opinions. Yeah, but this listen is, and respect.
0: This is bigger than that, though. This is bigger than that. This is, this is controlling the narrative with Fox. This is Fox uh, 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 having having uh, being afraid of somebody saying something. The host is p- stopped and says, "Wait, mm-hmm. you can't say that. That's not true." That's like in the middle of a debate when when you see. Uh, 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 Hillary is debating Trump and Trump says something the moderator says you're wrong rather than asking a question but doesn't say you're wrong to Hillary let them debate then you say you're wrong the next day you can't jump in and do this but the media is now doing this very disturbing to me at the highest level. I would I like to see if there's anything
1: more like that or if that's just a one time incident.
2: The uh, mission of journalism has become very diluted and mutated. Yeah, it's, it's, I think.
1: Uh, it's a great time for a media company
0: to get started. I can tell you that for my mm. way, mm. Any media uh, if you if that you've that enjoyed if you've enjoyed today's show, I am putting Jera's Instagram account right there in the comment section. If you see not the comment section but on the chat section. Go give her a follow. Send her some love. Jared. it's been great having you on, on the, you on the podcast here. Lots of crazy topics we've uh, talked about. And if you are still on with us, press that thumbs up. Share the podcast. Comment below. Press the subscribe button and click on that alert button to be alerted the next time we go live. The next time we go live, will be following Tuesday on the debate at night. Remember, mm-hmm. next Tuesday is going to be the debate on the 29th between wow. Biden and Trump. It's going to get pretty hot, so join us on that debate. We'll watch it together. I want to hear your thoughts. Let's have a party together watching the first debate because some tells me if Trump and Biden are going to be involved, it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be a blast, and we want to have you join us next uh, Tuesday night, the 29th. Tuesday. I don't know the exact time. We're going to put the time up on what the debate's gonna be, all be night with us. Thing. It's all gonna night be an all thing. night thing. It's gonna a, we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> Bring okay, your take
1: sleeping your, bag, sleepy Joe will be there, Don Trump will be there. Mr. We're gonna Mr. be having breaks. a have a great a
0: weekend. Time. Everybody love you. Bye-bye, bye-bye, take bye-bye. Care. Bye bye, bye bye, bye. Bye bye
1: bye 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 bye.